where the fun begins. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. This is Rebel Force Radio. Your source for the Force. Star Wars news and commentary. With Jason Swank and Jimmy Mack. I've seen Star Wars 500 times. Star Wars number one. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. I suggest we use it. Now it's time for Rebel Force Radio. We would be honored if you would join us. I know what you're thinking out there already. Two shows in one week? What did we do to deserve such riches? Must be big news, right? It must be the cast of Episode 7 has been announced. Ah, it's bigger than that. Much bigger than that. This is a very special edition of Rebel Force Radio coming to you for September 22nd, 2013. You've probably heard about it on Facebook. Ashley Eckstein birthday bash. It's Ashley's birthday, but she's giving you the gifts. But before we get to the birthday girl, introductions in order. My name is Jason, and with me, my good friend and yours from Chicago, Jimmy Mack. Hey, Jason. Hey, Star Wars fans. You know, we wouldn't be doing an extra show for just about anyone, unless it was someone really, really special to us here at Rebel Force Radio and special to Star Wars fans, especially fans of the Clone Wars. Ahsoka Tano is celebrating her birthday this weekend, and we are not going to let it go unnoticed. Thus, we have a very special show tonight featuring a lot of special cool guests as we celebrate, yes, Year of the Fangirl here on Rebel Force Radio and Ashley Eckstein's birthday. <laughs> And here she is, ladies and gentlemen, Ashley Eckstein, girl of the oh hour. Oh, goodness. <laughs> what an intro. That was just unbelievable. Well, we thought that was better than, like, jumping out of a closet and saying, surprise! It's not, re- <laughs> it's not really a surprise, since we had well, you on the phone earlier. But still, it's the thought. First, first of all, I mean, this definitely pales in comparison to Episode 7 casting announcements. Oh, but, yeah. Um, Are you kidding? I mean, <laughs> Look, Ashley, the I, reality is we all know what that's going to be. Come on. They just need to make it official. We all know. <laughs> well, you are you guys are so kind. And and I have to tell everyone listening just how awesome the two of you are because you know, I hate to ask things of my friends. I I really, you know, think that I can just do it all on my own and and I hate to inconvenience anyone. So I decided, hey, this would be fun. Let's just have a Google Hangout. I love cupcakes. I love baking. You know, you're the fangirl. Let's get all the girls together. Um, so you called us. Really <laughs> Let's get the girls together. I'm not really technical. And so couldn't quite figure out the Google Hangout. So, but I definitely wanted to have a get together. So, who are the first two people I thought of? And actually, not first, I should say only people that I thought of was you two, Jimmy Back and Jason. And you guys, you know, definitely are just two of the most incredible friends. Um, You put this together. And I have to say, um, if it's okay, 
I, I think I'd like to call you and uh, nominate you honorary fangirls. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was wondering if this requires us to sit with our legs crossed a certain way. <laughs> hey, I, brought, I did bring a dessert per your recommendation. Well, I, I definitely want to know what it is because this is a night where I hope everybody is eating dessert and sharing recipes. And so what, what are you eating, Jimmy Mac? Well, I am dining on a Halloween Oreo double stuffed. Mmm. That's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, the filling is orange on the inside, <laughs> but it tastes the same as when it does when it's white. Is it, is it wrong that I like to drink my dessert? So I'm... Uh, <laughs> I'm drinking my dessert tonight. Um, I wish I had cake. I am honestly, Ashley. People's, you know, people ask you different questions, like you know, your favorite food. My favorite food: birthday cake. Period. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I would rather eat cake, like birthday cake with buttercream icing, than really anything else. Wow. Well, I'm so sorry. I don't have birthday cake for you, Jason. That's okay. I had uh, my my daughter celebrate, or my son celebrated his first birthday just a couple of days ago. So I, I I still had. I think last night was the last night of the of the birthday cake, and my daughter's going to be turning five in a couple of weeks. So I have I have plenty of cake, plenty of cake. Then okay. I got the wife's birthday a couple weeks after that. Yeah, I um I usually gain a good ten to fifteen pounds in like September October from all of the <laughs> birthday cake. Well, good. So you'll get your fill. I um, I posted on our Her Universe Facebook page, I made cupcake cones for tonight, which really, I mean, I thought everybody did this, um, but I realized a lot of people don't know this trick. Instead of using, you know, cupcake liners um, for your cupcakes, you can actually pour the cake mix into an ice cream cone, and it doesn't burn, and it bakes perfectly, and then you put... Icing on top, and it looks like an ice cream cone, but wait, it's actually a cupcake. Wait, wait a minute. So, what are you? So, how do you get the ice cream? What do you put the ice cream cones in? Like in a cake pan? On a cake pan? I just put it on a baking sheet, you know. Yeah. And you have to be really careful so they don't topple over. But they they cook just great. Now, are these the waffle cones, or are these the with the flat bottoms? No, you have to have flat bottoms. Flat. So the. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's why. <laughs> How old are we? Wait a minute. What? <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. I'm talking about ice cream cones. Right, right. Uh, ice cream cones with the flat bottoms. The uh, I believe they call that a cake cone. Yes. Yeah. So you have to have cake cones. And you know what? I'm kind of a semi-homemade kind of gal. Yeah. Um, I'm not very good at the baking from scratch, even though I love baking. So I do the, the, the cake um, from the box. But a trick, if you want to make it a little bit healthier, is use applesauce instead of oil. So when it calls for a third of a cup of oil, put in applesauce, and um, it makes it a little more moist. So Really? Yeah. But well, it doesn't change the taste. It doesn't taste like an yep. apple uh, dessert of some sort. Not at all. Really? It's, it's just perfectly moist and a little bit healthier for you. So see what you're in for tonight, boys. Um, <laughs> my husband's in the background, too. You're in for cupcakes and recipes and all sorts of girl talk. But now that you're an honorary fan girl, you know, got to know what you're that, in for. That's what we're all Is about. David Eckstein himself... A, a fan girl in your, in your appraisal? 
<laughs> He's in the background laughing. You know what? We have a couple honorary fangirls. You know, he was the first because her universe wouldn't be possible without my husband. Um, you know, he supported me from day one and allowed me to do it. Uh, you know, of course, we have our publicist, Dan Madsen, who is incredible. Couldn't do her universe without him. So he's an honorary fangirl. We have Dave Filoni, who was one of our first designers. So I don't know if he realizes that I've named him an honorary fangirl, but he finds out right now. And then <laughs> Jimmy Mack and Jason, the two of you, honorary fangirls. So... There you go. I think that deserves a T-shirt, right? Honorary fangirl. Yeah. yeah. I, I'll take it. <laughs> I'll take it because uh, I need I need all of the, 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 the credits that I can. I, I'm a certainly one for accolades. So I'll take it. If there's a patch, a T-shirt, a bumper sticker, or a plaque involved, plaque. I'm all about it. Plaque. I'm all about the plaque. Right. <laughs> And that's very good company, Ashley, so thank you very much. We take that as a huge compliment here at Rebel Force Radio. Well, you will, you will get, your, get your plaque and T-shirt and button at some point. It's on its way. Hey, speaking of merch, you've got some uh, Ashley's birthday celebration going on at her universe, right? Yes, we do. I um very excited. We're debuting a brand new t-shirt today because I think if anyone went to Celebration and they had a chance to go to our uh, cupcake party, I think people realize I'm kind of into cupcakes. And my husband calls me the cupcake lady. I'm constantly bringing cupcakes to record sessions. I find any reason really to celebrate cupcakes. So we designed a shirt that said, come to the dark side, we have cupcakes. Because I would prefer <laughs> cupcakes over cookies. Right. Um, so that debuted today, but with every single order on the website, any order, you get a free Her Universe lanyard. But obviously now, uh, you know, I have a soft spot in my heart for all of our Ahsoka designs. And, um, you know, now that Clone Wars is no longer on the air, I, I, I don't know if I'll be coming out with a plethora of Ahsoka designs. So I wanted to give fans... Um, Really just to thank you for being so supportive and supportive of Ahsoka. So 40% off of all Ahsoka designs. And, um, you know, get those while we have them because I don't know how many more Ahsoka designs we'll have. Uh, well, I'm well, digging the Ahsoka lives. That is cool. <laughs> thank you. That, that was – wait a minute. That's because of you guys. The last time I did your show and you told me about the Darth Vader lives – and then you guys said on the show we should do Ahsoka Lives. That shirt exists because of you guys. We'll take oh, it. Oh, my God. That's awesome. So, see, you come up with T-shirt designs. You're <laughs> honorary fangirls. You're on a roll. <laughs> I'm going to call my parents. Hold on for a second. <laughs> I have to share this news. Hey, you know what the great news is about the, the cupcake T-shirts is that we have two Her Universe Cupcake T-shirts to give away tonight to anyone who tweets the following between now and the end of this live show. Tweet, happy birthday, Ashley Eckstein, at her universe, at Rebel Force Radio. It's as simple as that. All you need is a Twitter account. And you know what? It would really help if you followed her universe and followed Rebel Force Radio so you're up to date with all the latest Star Wars and fashion news. Um, girls only. Well, you know what? I shouldn't say girls only because... A lot of uh, guys listen to this show, and you might want have a, a girlfriend or wife or significant other that you'd like to share this T-shirt with. So uh, I'm removing the girls-only requirement. Everyone 
who tweets happy birthday Ashley Eckstein at her universe at Rebel Force Radio is eligible between now and the end of the show and we'll announce our winner at the end of the show. Now, Ashley, you mentioned Ahsoka, and of course, that's the role that uh, Star Wars fans are going to associate most with you. And, uh, you know, you, you say that there may not be a lot of Ahsoka stuff coming out because the, uh, the, 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 the series is no longer on the air. But when you think about all of the obscure characters out there, and Ahsoka is anything but obscure. Ahsoka, I would say, has really... Truthfully, as far as the, the, the Clone Wars goes, I don't think there's any character that was unique to the Clone Wars that found a place in the upper echelon of, you know, real Star Wars canon like Ahsoka Tano has. I, I, I think that she feels as much a part of Star Wars as any of the core characters does. So, I, I, you know, I mean, when you think about all the merchandise that's out there for these obscure characters, I mean, why wouldn't Ahsoka continue to be a, an iconic face and, and name for Star Wars? Well, you know, I, I hope she will continue to be and I hope there will continue to be interest. And, you know, I hope that we're going to continue to see more of her. Uh, you know, I, I really think there's more stories to be told with Ahsoka. Um, I don't know when or where we'll see her again, but I, I really do hope that we will. So I certainly don't, uh, you know, don't think that this is the end of in any way, shape or form of celebrating Ahsoka and, and certainly from a merchandise standpoint. But, um, you know, with all the new exciting things coming out, I just... I, I, you know, I, I just, you well, just you don't know. know. You, right, you don't. And there's going to be, look, you know, the, the, the prequels and the prequel characters, you know, had their had their time in the sun. And now we're, we're, we're shifting gears a little bit. And it's going to be, I think, probably a, a, an original trilogy centric era that's going to be dawning on us. But the one thing that's going to be inescapable is that there are there's a there's an entire generation of Star Wars fans who feel for Ahsoka the way we felt about Luke Skywalker and Han Solo growing up. You know what? I, and absolutely. And I've, I've seen that and it's been very evident to me this summer and it's been very humbling and just, just incredible to hear everyone's stories and how the Clone Wars and, and characters like Ahsoka have touched their lives over the past five years. I can't even tell you just how emotional it's made me all summer. Um, and I'm so thankful for everyone's support. And uh, it, I, it is amazing. I, I, I think we don't even understand yet how many people um, kind of grew up with Ahsoka and grew up with these characters. And um, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm just literally so humbled by the past Oh, geez, we've been working on it for almost eight years now. Yeah. So um, I certainly don't. I, I hope it's not the end um, by any means, but her legacy will live on. And that's why I wanted to do the shirt Ahsoka Lives, because she's alive and her, her legacy still lives on. And, and I hope we'll see her again. Yes, I vote standalone film, by the way, just, just for the record. <laughs> standalone film. By the way, question, who do you think has shed more tears over... Ahsoka, you or Dave Filoni? <laughs> he has shed a couple tears. I bet. He's, He's a sensitive dude, that Dave Filoni. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would say it's me for sure. <laughs> you know, it's usually me with like, 
eating my cupcakes or my breakfast in the morning, especially the last episode. I made myself blueberry pancakes and watched the episode and just bawled my eyes out. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can I say to you, though, that was an episode that you just sort of sat there transfixed, staring at the screen as it faded to black and that gorgeous music rose up in the soundtrack. And you just sat there saying, oh, that's it? That Ahsoka's gone? That's it. She's gone. I don't believe it. So after all those years of speculation, are you finally glad to be out from underneath that shadow of people constantly asking you, what's going to happen with Ahsoka? <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I actually knew about the finale episode for a year before it aired. And so, I mean, it killed me to have to keep that secret, especially after everyone was saying, well, you know, she's got to die, right? She's going to die. Um, so <laughs> what it a was, horrible it thing to, to have to hear for years, <laughs> people coming up to you saying this. Oh, my God. You have no idea, like the the death plots I've heard <laughs> when the people have for Ahsoka. I mean, some of them are just absolutely terrible. Yeah. Um, I've, I've, I think I've heard, you know, hundreds of ways that Ahsoka would die. Mm. Um, and I always said, I'm like, well, she doesn't have to. Right. <laughs> you know? That's right. And, but no one would believe me. And, you know, Dave Filoni had a few tricks up his sleeve. And I just, I'm impressed that I think we surprise so many people. Definitely. Definitely. And sometimes the, what's interesting in storytelling is sometimes the, I don't want to say that what she had was a happy ending, but sometimes the happier ending is the less predictable. You know, it's it's more predictable that someone's going to have kind of a sticky end. And I, I, I sometimes like when it's either when you're expecting a happy ending and it's not happy or when you're expecting an unhappy ending and it is happy. Is happy. So at any rate, well, Ashley, we have a bunch of guests uh, lined up. Some friends of yours are going to be dropping by to say hello and happy birthday. And we're going to be talking to a bunch of them. But we do have a surprise what would a birthday be without a surprise? So we actually have uh, someone who wanted to drop by and say happy birthday to you. And, oh, my um, goodness. Yeah, I know. This is kind of like This Is Your Life. Remember that old TV show? <laughs> you know? uh, wow. So we'll see. Uh, hi, you're on with uh, Ashley Eckstein for her birthday extravaganza. Ashley Eckstein's birthday extravaganza? Do you recognize birthday, that voice? Ashley. Uh, hi, who's this? I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> thank you. you. Just call her Snips and get it over with. All right, Snips. Oh so, my gosh, uh, it's, just, it's your birthday. Doesn't mean you can get on and talk about flat bottoms and cupcakes. That's <laughs> <laughs> Panther, Anakin Skywalker from Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Oh my gosh, Matt! Happy birthday, Ashley. Well, wait, it's been two days though, right? Not today. Yeah, it's actually on Sunday. Um, but you know, everyone thinks it's today, so I'm gonna have an entire birthday weekend. I, you know, I guess I get spoiled. But well, this is like yeah, the coolest surprise ever. <laughs> Yeah, I tuned in uh, a minute ago, and I wasn't sure if I was listening to Rebel Force Radio or like Martha Stewart show or what was happening there, guys. But, okay, all right. Uh, can you make him an honorary fangirl so yeah, we let's, can let's, let's let's induct a new fangirl? Right. I was just going to say, Matt. I mean, I would be honored if you would be another honorary fangirl. I mean, this is part of you're the fangirl, and I think I think you need to be one. I. 
I just, I don't even know what to say. This is amazing. <laughs> you got to take it easy on the guy. He's recently married. He's already lost part of his manhood just in that action. So now, oh, now he's. <laughs> I, I'm kidding, of course. That's not a, that's not something a fangirl would say. Yeah, that is true. How dare I? Oh, that's the Scotch talking. But well, yeah. <laughs> so Matt, you are filming Starcrossed for the CW, and I'm so excited for it to come on the air. How's filming going? It's going good. Yeah, let's um let's talk about me a little bit during your birthday extravaganza. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's uh, it really it, it really is going great. It's uh, I'm actually down in in New Orleans right now, and uh, it's been it's been fantastic. We're about six episodes in, and um, it's a a cool new show. It's got like a, a big kind of a sci-fi element to it. I kind of best describe it as like. District 9 meets um, a futuristic Romeo and Juliet. So <laughs> it's really strange, but it's it's real interesting and, and a lot different from what I've been doing, um, you know, of course, with 902 and LA, which I know you know about, Ashley. And, um, yes. It's been good. Just humid down here. Oh, my gosh, it's humid. But you're used to it from Florida, so. Yes, very, very, very humid. But, you know, I don't know if you have any, you know, dessert, because we called this party BYOC, Bring Your Own Cake. Um so Bring I don't get any dessert, but you are so close to Cafe Du Monde with beignets. Uh, so have oh, you been yeah. enjoying some beignets? Oh, my gosh. Probably too many. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> beignets and coffee. For all, anybody who doesn't know what a beignet is, because I didn't know before I came out here, it's basically kind of like funnel cake. It's just like a fried donut without a hole. Oh. But, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's... Beignet, I thought that's what you rubbed into your muscles when they got sore. Isn't that, isn't that the, the, the tube of that I'm stuff? Yeah, I thought that was a little hat that they wear in France, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know what? I can tell that you guys are guys. Um, yeah, we got to... <laughs> by, by thinking it's a hat or, or Ben Gay. But, you know, Matt, since this is, you know, kind of a, a fangirl episode, I am going to tell something that will probably make all the girls' hearts swoon on here. You have a little white dog that you named Ahsoka, <laughs> and she's the cutest thing ever. <laughs> I do. I, I have a, a white... Well, not me. My, my wife and I. She picked the dog out, you know, whatever. But uh, I did. I named her Ahsoka because I thought it was fitting that uh, Anakin's little sidekick is Ahsoka. So. Now, do you, do you call her Snips? I don't call her Snips, but I call her Soka, Soaky, Soak, Soakster, anything <laughs> but Ahsoka or Snips. I love Soakster. 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 It's, it's anything. You guys want some new names for the character Ahsoka? Call me up. I'll, I'll, I know. I, somewhere funny. Dave Filoni's going, oh, I didn't think of that. Soakster. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> we could have graduated from Snips to the Soakster. Right. I, I like the Soakster. <laughs> That, that's in the put, bonus content, right, Matt? Yeah, I, I believe it is the bonus content. That's out, right? right? We can talk about it. it. Now that <laughs> yeah, yeah, now that you brought it up, uh, what are you guys hearing about bonus content? Are we going to be seeing it any time this uh, century, or uh, what's the deal? <laughs> as far as I know, you know, uh, it's it's so sad because since we ended, um, you know, I kind of feel like we've been off doing our own things elsewhere, and I have not heard much of anything. I've kept in contact with Dave a little bit, but honestly, mostly about football and the terrible <laughs> season that the Steelers are going to have. 
Um, but <laughs> not as bad as the Browns, what... Matt. Not as bad as the Browns. <laughs> well, that's it. Yeah, and you guys just traded your best running back, so that was a smart move. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Ashley, you, you might know more than I do. I really don't know anything about the bonus content. I'm just sitting back as a Star Wars fan waiting on the on the film and, of course, Rebels. And uh, I don't know. Can you fill us in? Unfortunately, I can't. I mean, I really, honestly, don't know when we're going to see them. Um, you know, I do. I do hope we'll have an announcement soon. Uh, I know our the DVD for season five is coming out soon, so that's exciting because it was. I mean, truly, just an incredible season. But um, yeah. I know that the bonus com uh, content will not disappoint. So when it finally comes out, it's trust me, it's. It's it's going to be exciting, and there's going to have some surprises in it, and um, I mean, really cool stories. So just it's coming. <laughs> well, Matt, Matt, we'll keep, we'll bring you up to speed just very briefly. The rumors that we're that we've been reporting here on Rebel Force Radio is that there's supposed to be perhaps an application for the suite of iOS Apple products. That'd be your Apple TV your iPhone, mm. your iPad, your iPod Touch, that will be a Star Wars branded application uh, from Disney that will then act as the gateway to get this and other great Star Wars content. That's the rumor. We, we, can't, mm. we can't verify or deny, okay. confirm nor deny, but that's, um, that's the latest that we've I heard. Jim, see. I think that's the latest. Yeah, that's what we've been yeah, hearing. I can see that being an interesting way. It's kind of a, a nice streamlined way to find out about all things Star Wars kind of in one place. That, that right. might work. It, it, it very well may. But, you know, you guys are in a, let's face it, come on, you guys are in a much better position than we are because you know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> we're the, yeah, ones, we're the yeah, ones that don't know I what guess. happens. I mean, although the stuff that we've recorded and animated and seen now is, is like years old at this point. Yeah, that's um, true. I think... That's true. I mean, I guess, I, I guess it is. I, honestly, I, I'm not trying to, you know, play coy. I really right. can't even remember. I do remember. Uh, I do remember one of the one of the arcs that we've done that I don't think we've seen yet. So I'm assuming that'll be on there. Uh, well, other than that, I don't me, know. Let me ask you guys a question. When 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 there would be episodes, and I remember there being quite a few where Ahsoka just kind of dropped out, and there'd be episodes. Like for example, um, the, the the big droid arc when the when you had uh, the droids that were out there and the little the little guy and they were out there in the desert for like four or five or ten episodes, whatever that it, it felt <laughs> like ten. Um, and you guys weren't in it. Now, is that a case where you didn't know anything about that episode until you watched it, or would you hear things, or would you be there for sessions? I mean, if you weren't if your characters weren't directly involved, you don't really know what's going on, right? Yeah, I, I, you know, there was a lot of episodes that I didn't know anything about. One in particular that I can think of that Ashley did was the uh, the younglings arc. Mm. Um, I just knew I wasn't being called in for quite a while, and I didn't know if Anakin dropped off the face of the earth or well, mm -hmm. I shouldn't say the earth. <laughs> um, <laughs> the universe, uh, but yeah, the universe. But uh, and then I, you know, later found out that it was a youngling arc, and a lot of a lot of our uh, regular. Um, characters weren't weren't there but i think kind of through just 
some other people, you know, chatting or text or whatever through other people and, and coming in and out of the studio for some pickups for other episodes and things like that. So we would kind of hear what was going on or what episodes were, you know, about to record or have just been recorded or things like that. So I kind of feel like we were in the loop a little bit, but it's not like, at least for me, but it's not like I was in the loop with, okay, right now they're recording this episode and then, and here is the script. Um, right. I, you know, I never got scripts for episodes that I really didn't have anything to do with. Right, right. So, so some yeah. of these new episodes that we haven't seen might be a surprise to you guys as well, perhaps. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we most of the time, if we weren't in the episodes, I saw it for the first time on TV. But I, I will say, and Matt, I think you know we've talked about this before, but there was nothing like doing an episode that got the whole gang together. When we had yeah. you know, all of us in the studio at once, you know, me, Matt, James, Dee, it just, I don't know, and Kat, uh, the energy was just, I don't. We're, we were like a family. I mean, we worked together for so long. The energy was just really, really nice, and um, those were some really special episodes. And I will say, the finale episodes. What really hit me um, was honestly, Matt, the fact that I realized that if Ahsoka was walking away from the Jedi Order, that was the end of the scenes with Ahsoka and Anakin, and. That really yeah. hit me like, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to have any more scenes with Matt. And it's almost like the good old days were gone and just Anakin and Ahsoka. And um, that was tough. And I remember that last scene. It was just really sad to leave that day and think, okay, the scenes as we knew it are, are gone, really. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Those, those scenes were special to me. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I, I'm, my, myself, too. I, I think they're hopefully as special to – you know, all all fans of the Clone Wars, they were so powerful. And, you know, I haven't really talked much publicly, I guess, about the end of the the story. But, uh, you know, it, it's I think we're all sad about it. But, I, you know, we went out on top. I really feel like we went out on top. I, I feel like everybody was still hugely into the show at that point. And, you know, as far as we, we went out on the epitome of, of storytelling and, I just think we went out really strong. So, although it's really sad to kind of see that end, I know you know all things must uh, must move on. The show must go on, but um, I'm glad that we went out on a story like that. Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, for us fans to watch too, it it wasn't lost on us. It, it really uh, it really told us that the five years that we dedicated to following these stories, it, it really had a payoff. And yes, there are certain loose strings and unfinished storylines but let's face it does every star wars film tie up every little storyline about every little character no of course not and that's what's exciting to me about it is the fact that there could be a future with uh with a character like ahsoka tano and uh so star wars the clone wars the complete season five will be available it'll be hitting the streets on october 15th on blu-ray and dvd and uh we're looking forward to checking that out and all the bonus material that uh is eventually going to come down the line and uh you know, enjoying more adventures with uh, your characters, uh, specifically yours, man. I, you did such a great job uh, embodying the, the, the through just voice acting. Um, it's hard to say you embodied a character by just providing his voice, but there's uh, so much tood to Anakin Skywalker that you brought to the table, and I think a lot of fans oh, appreciate that. That's uh, that's that's 
you know, one of the hot, highest compliments. I really appreciate that. It, you know, we had just a fantastic time doing it. And I'm, I'm happy that it, it seems to be that, you know, m- most fans, at least the ones that I've come in contact with, I guess no one's going to come up to me and tell me I, you know, suck and I ruined the saga for them. But, uh, <laughs> well, I actually, I actually, I don't know. I, I hear Star Wars fans have been known to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, uh, none know, that it, listen it, to it, this show. We don't, we don't allow those people. <laughs> it's such an honor to, to have fans, you know, and enjoy what, what you've done and, and um that's the cool thing about star wars fans is they're so passionate and, and appreciative and that's what has always made it so fun to go to conventions and stuff like that because everybody is you know just so i, I don't know uh, thankful i guess that, that you're providing uh you know more star wars entertainment for them and all, you know, all these fans have just been amazing to uh to get to meet and kind of chat with so it's been well, an honor well, man, I don't know if you read the online chatter, but there are a number of fans out there, a lot of fans out there, saying that if any of these spinoff films are to show Anakin Skywalker, a lot of them are saying that they want Matt Lanner as Anakin Skywalker. In oh, my gosh. Wow. So well, I think that, that you, be... <laughs> you talk about you've made a you've made an impact and, and, and sort of made the character your own. You've spent more time in the boots, as it were, uh, you know, than Hayden Christensen, let's face it, or Jake Lloyd, who played the character previously, uh, who, who did splendid work in the films. But uh, for a generation of Star Wars fans, you are Anakin Skywalker. Well, you know, yeah, I, I guess with the with it. My, myself, but you know, also with the talent of Dave and, and George and all the writers up there, and, and of course the animators. So I was a, a part of it, but I really appreciate you saying that. Uh, yeah, if, man, if a film came out like that and they were starting to develop, and I was approached, I, I don't think I would say no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I have to say I. I know we're all biased here, but I, Matt is truly an incredible actor, so I know we're going to see him do several amazing roles in the future. So I'm really excited to watch. So, Matt, your new series, just let uh, folks know when they're going to be able to, f- to catch this. Well, it's called Starcross. It's on the CW. Um, it's uh, a mid-season show. So we actually don't have a premiere date. They're going to they're gonna hold it off until next year, um, either January or maybe even March, uh, mm-hmm. because of, we have... Winter Olympics next year, and I think they're kind of not wanting to mess with, um, you know, viewership and all that during the Olympics. So uh, it might might not be out until March. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a really kind of a different feel. It's a, kind of set in that sci-fi world, and um, you know, along with the kind of Romeo and Juliet aspect uh, of it, we have a lot of a lot of social situations that are being explored. Mm. Uh, we have an alien race who has crashed into Earth. And have been here now for ten years, and they're they're sequestered into um, kind of like the slums, uh, you know, kind of mm-hmm. what we saw in District Nine. For those mm-hmm. of you who've seen that, um, and, uh, it's a really interesting story. We've got a lot of kind of social commentary on what we went through as a country fifty years ago with with uh, you know the, the race issues mm-hmm. and the discrimination and all that type of stuff, and we're we're seeing that happen again but with humans and with this new alien race. Uh, so a lot of really, really great storyline. Uh, some of the writers wrote uh, Lost and um, worked with JJ a while back. Uh, so we've got a really great team behind it, and, and I'm excited to be a part of it. 
Fantastic. Well, I, for one, am going to be glad to have Matt back on the TV. Uh, so we'll uh, hopefully you'll be able to come back on Rebel Force Radio and tell us more about it as we get closer to a premiere. We'd love to have you. Oh, I'd love to. Love That'd be to. Great. That'd be great. You are part of the family, Matt. You're part of the Star Wars family and certainly part of the Rebel Force Radio family. So um, thank you so much for uh, joining us for the big extravaganza. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was my pleasure. And happy Thanks. birthday, Ashley. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for the surprise. <laughs> All right. Talk to you guys later. Do best to Bye. Angela. I will. Okay. See you later. All right. All right. Matt Lanter, Anakin Skywalker from Star Wars Clone Wars, calling in. Big surprise for Ashley, but that's not the first party guest we're expecting tonight. We, we have a big party planned for you, Ashley. A huge party. <laughs> but before we bring on our next guest, I have some Ashley Eckstein fun facts. No, wait a minute. I'm supposed to bring what? these up. I hold on, Jimmy is off book. Oh, am off, I, have you're I off moved, script. If I moved forward, too yeah, fast. you did. You didn't even give me a chance, man. Yes, Ashley. Now you have to pretend like you're hearing this for the first time. We have assembled some Ashley Eckstein fun facts. What? <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I'm going to turn it over to Jimmy Mack for Ashley Eckstein fun fact number one. Ashley Eckstein fun fact number one. On Ashley Eckstein's birthday. Yay. Um, Actually, you know, I have a question for you, Ashley. I mean, what's the definitive pronunciation of the last name? Is it Eckstein or Eckstein? It's it's Eckstein. Of course it's Eckstein. That's what I've been saying all night. So, but I mean, there are, there is some confusion out there. Some some people want to lean on the Steen a little bit. Most people say Steen, but it's actually Stein. But All right. I I just, just wanted to put that to rest on your your birthday bash. So uh, Ashley, <laughs> that's not the Ash- fun fact, is it? No, no, that's not. All the right, fun I was going to be really really disappointed. No, 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 that's not it. All so right. here's our first Ashley Eckstein fun fact. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> our first Ashley Eckstein fun fact. Ashley's actual first name is not Ashley. Her middle name is Ashley, and her real first name is Maria. Maria. And, of course, her nickname is uh, Soakster. Right. <laughs> Maria Ashley Soakster Eckstein. Right? Is that how? Stein. A Stein. Stein. Yes. 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 Most people don't know that. Um, I'm <laughs> she part sounds Italian thrilled. And... Uh, you know, my siblings have dark hair, so they thought I would pop out with dark hair looking Italian, and I popped out with blonde hair, blue eyes. So they started calling me by my middle name, Ashley, because they thought I looked more like an Ashley. More like an Ashley than a Maria. Wow. Two beautiful names for a beautiful, blonde-haired, blue-eyed woman. So, uh, Okay, now this is making me feel... I'm blushing. All right, well, with that, let's bring on your first guest, your first party guest, which uh, I'm, I'm hoping is actually online. We're going to see if, uh, if we can get Lillian. Uh, we're, yes. we're seeing, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that she is, n- oh, here she is. I think, Lillian? Yes, yes, hi. Hi, welcome to Rebel Force Radio and the big birthday bash for Ashley Eckstein. Hi, Lily, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good, so uh, for everyone listening, all of the girls that are be- 
coming on are Year of the Fangirl contributors. They've been helping me find all the fangirls of the day all year long, and I just really feel like they are just such great examples of fangirls. And Lily especially, I have to say, Lily, I appreciate your time. We're not going to keep you on too long because you are taking the ACT tomorrow. Yes, that's so exciting. Well, I have to brag a little bit. So it's your senior year of high school, but you're also taking college classes. So explain that to us a little bit. Your schedule. Yeah, my schedule is actually really crazy. So I'm in a collegiate program where for my junior and senior year, I've been taking all college courses. And they count as my high school courses. So when I graduate high school, I'll graduate with an associate's degree. So it's been really crazy, actually, but I've been going strong, and I'm actually really excited to graduate. I, um, I want to major in journalism. Oh, my gosh, Lily. That's just <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank and, you. And um, you're already doing journalism. You're, I see that you work for the Tampa Bay Tribune. So tell us about your work with them. Um, I write for the Tampa Bay Times. I oh, yeah, Tampa Bay Times. Yes. Sorry. Yes, but I write for the TV too, which is actually they have a bunch of high schoolers from all across Pinellas County and Tampa, and we write for one newspaper, the TV two, that's published weekly. So it's been really awesome. We get to interview you know other high schoolers, and I actually when I went to Celebration Five, that was my first week actually, and I got to talk to Warwick Davis and interview him about his new app. So, or Celebration 6, sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just been so much fun, and I love doing it, and it's just been a blast. Well, I'm inspired by you, Lily, and everything you're doing and everything you've achieved. So now I have to ask, um, it's kind of late there because I know you're on the East Coast, So, but um, did you have any dessert or any cake tonight, and did you have a recipe? Um, I actually made Buckeyes. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you ever had them, but my I have family from Ohio, and like you take peanut butter and then you mix it, and then you cool them, you roll them into balls, and you put them in the fridge, and you freeze them, and then you melt chocolate, and you take a toothpick and you dip it in there, and then refrigerate them, and they come out, and they're just like chocolate and peanut butter goodness, and it's just my favorite ever. Oh my gosh, that sounds incredible, Jimmy Mac and Jason. Have you had Buckeyes? Uh, yeah, I'm from Ohio. <laughs> I'm in Ohio. Peanut oh, butter yeah. Buckeyes, a total staple. You can actually uh, get them in some stores. I mean, there's some uh, candy manufacturers in Ohio that that make them. Peanut butter Buckeyes, absolutely. Yeah, so I had those earlier, but now I'm to chamomile tea with honey. So there's the sweet. <laughs> oh, you know what, Lily? I didn't know that. We are similar in that way. I love, after my dessert and after everything before bed, to have a cup of tea. So I hope we can have dessert and tea one time together. Yeah, we could um, sing a happy unbirthday. (laughs) (laughs) I always think of that. You know what we can do? Um, Jimmy Mac and Jason, I don't even know if I've told you this, but my husband has kindly let me do this. We're turning our dining room in our house into Wonderland, and it's going to look like the Mad Hatter's Tea Party from the movie. Um, oh. It's going to look like a movie set. So, Lily, since you know it's Florida, you'll have to come over and we can have a tea party. And that would be stuff. so much fun. We could all dress up. <laughs> yeah. Is this going to be a permanent fixture in the? <laughs> yeah. David is laughing and shaking his head in the background. <laughs> and yes, it's absolutely going to be permanent. Um, 
and and people tell me I never really grew up and I live in a fairy tale world and so now I'm slightly turning my house into that fairy tale world but you know who cares it's it's your house and you can do whatever you want with it as long as your husband True. agrees True, and, and considering the fact that your husband is the 2006 World Series MVP for the St. Louis Cardinals, maybe uh, you won't mind the fact that he's turning the basement into a batting cage. <laughs> he's he's saying he w- he wishes in the background, but no, but don't it, worry. It's all about compromise. It's all about compromise. It, That's it's what- all about. He's allowed to put as many TVs as he wants in the house to watch multiple football games at one time, and. <laughs> I, I allow him to do it. So, um, but but Lily, I have to be the overprotective. I feel like big sister right now, and I, I appreciate you waiting up so late for us tonight. But I want you to get your rest for the ACT. So, um, I, will, I promise. Good luck tomorrow, and uh, and I, I expect a, a good report. Thank you, and thank you so much. You know, happy today's your unbirthday, so happy unbirthday, and then happy early birthday for Sunday. Oh well, thank you so much, Lily, and, and good luck tomorrow. Thank you. Bye. Good luck. All right. Jimmy Mack, Ashley Eckstein, fun fact number two. (laughs) Well, there's so much to learn about the lovely Ashley Eckstein, but um, before we get into that, I do want to pass along birthday greetings I just received from David Collins. David Collins, of course, Han Solo from Smuggler's Gambit and former LucasArts sound wizard who... Obviously, you've uh, spent some time in the studio with working on Star Wars video games over the years. He wishes you a happy birthday. Oh, my, oh gosh, my gosh. This is kind. kind. Thank and you. And now I'm going to celebrate because you guys were talking sweet so much, you and Lily, and I'm going to have one more Oreos. Mmm, that's good. And Wait a minute. Hold on. I got I to gotta pour myself some more dessert. There, mm-hmm. go. there he goes. He's got the... All right. That's good. Drinking the cupcake wine. <laughs> And now for Ashley Eckstein, fun fact number two. While Ashley is best known for her voice work as Ahsoka Tano on Star Wars The Clone Wars, she is also well recognized for her work in front of the camera as Jan Brady in The Brady Bunch in the White House and Raven Simone's arch enemy Buffy on That's So Raven. Let's hear a clip. <laughs> Baxter, you're in a pageant? They let anybody in these days. Muffy, what makes you think that you're better than me? Hmm. Better, smarter, more talented. You know what? You're not going to say anything that's going to get to me, all right? Hmm. I have better shoes. That's a lie! (laughs) (laughs) Those are fighting words. Oh, my God. Fantastic. Fantastic. Oh, you were so, you were just so deplorable in that role. Uh, a little different than Ahsoka. A um, bit. Yeah. I have played many a mean girl in my past, uh, but <laughs> I promise everyone I'm not like those characters. <laughs> oh, we can vouch. We can vouch for that. That's for sure. You know, I saw uh, Raven Simone last spring in uh, in Sister Act on Broadway. She was she was fantastic. What a what a what a talented young lady she is as well. Oh yes, yeah, she is unbelievably talented, and that was an awesome show to be on. Yeah. All right, we've got uh, we've got more friends of Ashley uh, coming up here on the program. We've got Victoria Schmidt next. I should say Victoria Scruffy Rebel Schmidt going to be joining us here. Wait, is she wearing a Star Trek shirt? Here? She does that sometimes. Oh, okay, All right. She's of course featured on this season's. Uh, 
Heroes of Cosplay, seen on the Sci-Fi Channel, and um, also starred as Ula in uh, J.C. Reifenberg's Hughes the Force. And I guess uh, she got engaged on uh, on the series. We'll we'll find out more as we get uh, Victoria on the on the show. Victoria, are you with us? We're still ringing. We're still ringing the line here, Victoria. Now, I have yet to see. I have to tell you, I've yet to see Heroes of Cosplay. But uh, Ashley, if you uh, if you were going to be a heroine of cosplay, aside from Ahsoka, doesn't count. Uh, who would, who would you cosplay as? I I would definitely want to do Alice in Wonderland. Um, but oh, I'd love to do like a steampunk Alice in Wonderland. I think that really? would be really cool. That would be cool. So. You're- you're ever the Disney princess. You always will be. But I like the fact that the steampunk gives you something of an edge. Definitely. I, I've, I've always been more like the self-rescuing princess type than the princess that needs to be the saved. The self-rescuing type. Oh, that's, that's, uh, that's interesting. We'll have to ask David if that's true. <laughs> if he can vouch for that. Well. It, it depends on the situation, I'm sure he'd say. But, um, but no, I've actually been watching Heroes of Cosplay, um, following Victoria every episode. And the work, the show is just amazing. But um, the, the costumes and their work on the show is just incredible. It just blows me away. So, And, of course, Victoria and Jinyo just got engaged. So I was so excited for them. Oh, did that just happen? Because I watched the show – on demand, and they have not posted up episode number six, which I assume was the season finale. Did that just happen on this week's show? It did. It just happened on this week's show. But you know, with the magic of television, <laughs> um, we uh, we record things so you know far in advance, and so I guess they actually filmed the episode five months ago. Sure, and um, she couldn't tell anyone. They had to keep the engagement a secret until the oh, episode aired. Really, the NDA yeah. even covered something as personal as an engagement. Well, I guess you know that would destroy the drama if she was posting it up on Facebook and then. Five months later, the show debuts, but uh, that's a fun secret to keep, if you ask me. Yes. Well, Victoria actually, she works for Wizard World Conventions now. Um, She's just such a busy lady. I'm just so in awe of Victoria and everything she does and how active she is in the community. So she's actually, I I believe, in Ohio right now, Jason. Oh, you're kidding. Everything's in Ohio now. Everything's in Ohio. I went to college in Ohio. That's another thing. Get out. Wait a minute. minute. Is is that part of the Ashley Eckstein fun facts, Jimmy Mac? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Well, we have Victoria. I think Victoria is actually beaming down from the Enterprise right now, as a matter of fact. <laughs> hey, Victoria. Hey, Jimmy Mark. <laughs> <laughs> well, Victoria obviously is having some sort of technical difficulties. So where, wait a minute, where did you go to college, Ashley? University of Cincinnati. I was a Bearcat. <gasps> I went to University of Cincinnati. Shut up. I did. No way. What I year? did fall of 96. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, we just missed each other. Yeah, I know you're younger than me, but no, but not much. Not yeah. much. I was there in 2000, 2001. I was only there for a for a quarter and then I transferred to OSU. But I lived in Calhoun Hall, which I believe burned down later. Burned down I to the ground. Did you hear about that? 
No, I didn't, but I was in the building right next door. Get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. This is all starting to add up now because as I research this particular fire online, I see uh, that the uh, officials have determined the cause of the blaze to be either by Sith lightning or lightsaber. Well, <laughs> Ashley, <laughs> Ashley. I, well, that was, that was before I knew that I had the force, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, well, at the time I was, I was young and naive and I was, uh, I was pre-conservatory. I was going to do the mu- whole musical theater thing. So what did you graduate with? I went to the conservatory. Get out. Oh, my goodness. I, okay, my husband's in the background. In full disclosure, uh-huh. I only went my freshman year um, and, then, and then for two quarters. Uh-huh. And then I moved to L.A. Uh-huh. So um, I, <laughs> I, I only was a bear cat for a short amount of time. Oh, me too. Because <laughs> I, I got the heck out of there. Um, but, oh, my goodness. But that's crazy. That's so funny. That, what, so well, what year were you there? Uh, 2000, 2001. 2000, 2001. Okay. We All will right. have to yeah. bond over UDF milkshakes, Jason. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Wow. The things you don't know. So uh, let's see. Now, Victoria, I think she's listening uh, to the show, and she tried to call. I've been trying to call her. She is on Skype. Um, and sh- So, Victoria, if you hear this, try calling again. We'll go ahead. You call us at Rebel Force Radio, and... Um, and we'll we'll go ahead and answer. I know she's there. This is not the easiest party to get into. <laughs> no. Oh no, no, no. You this... like it that way. It has to be exclusive. This is Ahsoka Tano's birthday here. Yeah, it's... there's a big scary looking guy with big arms and a black t shirt, you know, getting rid of the riffraff. You can go ahead and let Victoria in, let her in. As long as she's not wearing a Star Trek uniform. In this case. But uh, at any rate, so um well, the things you just don't know. Now, Jimmy Mack, I know I'm, I'm, I'm jumping ahead here, um, but I'm thinking under the circumstances that maybe we might be able to get Trisha on the line. What do you think? That Until, sounds great. All right, let's see. I think we should. Now, we have a little fangirl Trisha Barr waiting. We do indeed, and she's no stranger to Rebel Force Radio. She goes back with us for a long, long time, and she's, she's one of our favorites uh, here on the program and it's such a great, great collaborator when we've had uh, roundtable episodes for uh, for the Clone Wars and a uh, heck of a writer in her own right. Here she is. I think we've got her on the line. Trisha. Hello. We've got Trisha. There yep. she is. <laughs> hey, Trisha. Good. How are you guys? Welcome to Ashley Eckstein's birthday bash. <laughs> Happy birthday. Thanks. Hi, Trisha. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm excited to be here. The last time I was on Rebel Force Radio was to do the uh, Clone Wars Declassified for To Catch a Jedi. And it was also the day that my You're the Fangirl bio went up. That's what Qui-Gon Jinn refers to as a virgence in the Force. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have to say, the Force is strong with Trisha. Um, She was... Actually, the first fangirl I talked to when I had the idea of You're the Fangirl and actually the first I asked to be a contributor because Trisha just blows me away um, with just who she is as a person, but what she's accomplished with her career and what she does in her extracurricular time. I mean, first of all, Trisha, there's so much to talk about, about who you are and what you do, but 
there's so many young girls listening, and you're such an inspiration. First of all, tell everyone what you do because I'm fascinated by it, and so is my husband. Has David figured out the timings for all the signals yet? <laughs> he has, and he told me today that one signal here out in California is timed really wrong, and he wishes that he knew who works on that timing out here because he would give them a piece of his mind because it's poorly done. <laughs> well, the funny thing is that um, in Terminator, the Skynet is actually the traffic signal com- computer that oversees the signals in L.A. that ends up turning into Skynet. So I always say that that's what I do is design traffic signals is that one day traffic signal engineers will rule the world. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I I never even knew. I mean, forgive me being naive, but I never knew that there was a person timing out the traffic signals, honestly, until my husband, because he's obsessed. If you don't take the right route in the right direction um, to give you the shortest route to where you're going based upon the traffic signals, because they're all timed, like the red lights and green lights. And I I always joke to David, I was like, I... I don't know who does this. I want to meet someone who does this. And then, Trisha, I met you, and I was blown away. And you ha- I have to say, you're one of the few women that do it, especially in the state of Florida, right? Yep. I'm uh, one of a handful of uh, – there's not a lot of even signal designers, but, yeah, just one of a handful of women that actually do it um, – and the late, there's a lady who runs Palm Beach County, which is one of the counties that I work for as a private contractor. But other than that, you don't see a lot of women doing uh, this type of design. So I, I go out in the field with the contractors and help them put the poles in as far as, you know, telling them where to go and don't hit the sewer line or whatever. And I design the structures for the 150 mile per hour winds and all that. I mean, literally, that blows me away, Tricia. I just think, it's just, I, I'm sorry, I'm repeating myself, but I think you're such an excellent example. And while you do this, which is an incredibly, you know, amazing career, you are so busy doing so many other things, writing your own blog, you ride horses. Tell us about everything you do in your free time. Um, I compete um, at the national level in the equitation, which is the jumps over fences with my horse uh, Ganner. He's named after a Star Wars comic book character. And um, and then I also, I just finished my own original novel, which I'm editing now, getting ready to publish. And I write for Star Wars Insider. And I write for Savudu, which is Delray's um, blog. And then I run my own blog, Fangirl. And so it keeps me busy. So <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Trisha, though. I'm not even lying about this. When I have really busy weeks and I'm just exhausted and tired, you are one of the people that I think of when I'm like, okay, if Trisha can do everything she does, I can keep going. Wow, that's a huge compliment. I mean, Ashley is a ball of energy. So for her to actually (laughs) pay tribute to someone else to inspire her to keep pushing forward and keep being enthusiastic about the things she has in front of her in her day, that means, Trisha, you must just be hitting home runs left and right. I try. Sometimes there's toothpicks on my eyelids. But, um, you know, this this week we did the... um, I don't know if people saw it, the Razor's Edge art for um, the new Princess Leia book that's coming out yes. next week. And right. um, so I was so excited. I was like, you know, I, Victoria 
Scruffy Rebel actually posed for the artwork that I had um, worked with Delray for Jaina and Jag. That was Victoria and Jinyo who modeled for that. Really? And so I, yeah, and so I'm always like, oh, let's do art. Let's do art. I'm always suggesting that. So they did this artwork and then I had to reveal it. So every night I'm, you know, trying to think of an ingenious way to, um, you know, reveal the next piece of the art. So, you know, sometimes you're like at night going, oh, okay, I have to be inspired and I don't know if I can be. <laughs> so um, when are me and uh, Jason going to be considered as models for future Star Wars art coming from Delray books? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a no brainer, right? Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Jason. I am for every Ewok and Jawa that's ever graced the cover of a Star Wars book. I think they, they model that physique after me. Absolutely. First, you have to get your official fangirl tattoo, and then you can be considered. Tattoo? Yeah, Ashley didn't tell you that part, did she? <laughs> well, well, Jimmy Mac, I think you're forgetting who gave you and Jason your, your start to your modeling career. Oh, this is true. This let's, is let's, true. Let's be real here. Oh right. my goodness! You're 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 flashing back to Star Wars Celebration Five and the big fashion show that happened in the middle of the convention floor. Ashley, we knocked them dead with our dancing moves. I believe you did. <laughs> you just really <laughs> no, brought no, no. the house down. We did. We did. Yes. It was. We it was. Did a, brought the house down. I think was there even a little worm action or something. <laughs> 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 See, when you fangirls all team up on us and you say little worm. <laughs> but, yes, you're absolutely right. We were, we were busting a move out there, and that was, that was a great time. The fashion show, me and Jason, we were so lucky to be able to participate in that back in uh, 2010. And uh, I, I, just the scene in the dressing room alone was so intense that that energy spilt out on the stage like a violent rancor unleashed. And uh, I believe that the people who all witnessed this uh, were just completely blown away. So thank you so much, Ashley, for including us. But uh, I, I believe the obvious next step is to be featured models for Star Wars art coming from Delray Books. I, I, I think you got to pull some strings on that, Trisha Fangirl. I, I wish I, I would like to be in a piece of art too. So maybe we'll just all arm wrestle them into submission. Yes, well, let's do that. You know what? Soakster would have her her new team, her new group of people. So I think we would need to pose for for whatever. <laughs> Soakster. That I, I love that nickname. It just makes me laugh. So, you know what makes me laugh is the idea of Matt Lanter opening his front door and standing on his porch yelling for his dog to come home. Ahsoka! Ahsoka! <laughs> it's like, is that Anakin Skywalker from the Clone What is that? Ahsoka! Snips! <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Well, well, Trisha, I have to ask you, do you have uh, a dessert tonight? I ate it. <laughs> well, I, it's definitely very late because you're on the East Coast as well. So what um, what did you enjoy tonight? I I um I do like to cook, but I went the Publix route, and um, oh, <laughs> that's, well, our, that's our grocery stores, but they have very good cake. <laughs> if you're if you're from Florida, you know that at Publix, where you're shopping, is a pleasure, and the food is a pleasure there. That's their tagline. 
Um, so, Tricia, you can't go wrong with anything from Publix. No, red velvet with cream cheese frosting. Yum. Yeah, that, that, that's my uh, um, snack of, uh, that makes me feel good. <laughs> well, I, um, I, I kind of cheated tonight. Like I said, it was semi-homemade. I used just box cake for my cupcake cones, but I will share another favorite dessert recipe. And this one's very easy for everyone. Um, if you just get Pillsbury, it's monkey bread. Have you guys had monkey bread? Um, I, I don't think I've actually, actually had monkey bread. Oh my gosh. It is heaven in a bunt pan. <laughs> um, <laughs> what isn't? If, if you, um, take Pillsbury, uh, biscuits from from the can from the mm-hmm. roll uh, in the refrigerator section, and um, cut them up in little like bite sized pieces, or just rip each biscuit apart in bite sized pieces. Cover each piece in cinnamon and sugar, and then um, throw them in a, a greased bunt pan. And I, I I didn't say this was low calorie, by the way. Um, then in a in a in a pot. Warm and melt, let's see, a stick and a half of butter and a cup of brown sugar and the leftover cinnamon and sugar and then pour it over the biscuits and bake it. Mm. Oh, my goodness. It's Mm. incredible. Anything that has a stick and a half of butter, I'm in. I'm in. (laughs) So, so Tricia, next time you're at Publix, with those ingredients, you can't go wrong. I I'm I'm so I've actually heard of monkey bread and now I'm so wanting I want to try it. <laughs> well, Trisha, thank you so much for joining us. And um, we uh, well tell everyone in case they don't follow your blog where to find you. I am at fangirlblog.com and I'm on Twitter at fangirlcantina. Awesome. And thank you so much. You've brought us so many amazing fangirls of the day this year. And um, thanks for being such a great inspiration. Thank you guys for having me on. Appreciate it. Thank you, Trisha. Thanks, Trisha. Bye-bye. It's good to talk to Trisha. You know, we first connected with her when she wrote something of a controversial blog called Luke Skywalker Must Die. Bring me the head of Skywalker. Yes, she was. Well, if if I remember correctly, she was she was saying that the expanded universe needed to shake things up and do it in a big, bold way. And how bigger and bolder could they possibly get than killing off Luke Skywalker? How do you feel about that, Ashley? Well. You know what the thing that I think is so amazing, though, about Trisha is the fact that she really speaks up for what she wants. And that, that's the thing. You know, if you want something, ask for it. And um, she's just a really good example of kind of either, you know, stepping up to the plate and, and speaking her mind for something that she thinks should be done or she does it herself and she doesn't wait around for somebody else to do it for her. And I think she just sets such a great example that way. She she sure does, and she's a, a longtime friend here on the program, and it's always really, really fun to catch her, uh, see her in person at a convention, uh, and she's a real sweetheart, too. Uh, by the way, I think we have another fun fact, right? Ashley Eckstein, fun fact number three? That's right, Jason. They they just keep spilling in left and right. I mean, there's so much trivia about you, Ashley. It's just, it's just a joy to uncover uh, all these little tidbits of information about you and your past. 
Oh, geez, I apologize. All right, before I get into this fun fact, as I like to do, I, I need to sugar up with some Oreos. Mmm, Ashley's birthday with Oreos. Um, <laughs> That's the only way to do it. All right. <sighs> Ashley, fun fact number three. Ashley was only 10 years old when she created her first dress with the help of a local seamstress. Is that fact accurate, Ashley? That fact is accurate. It's actually, I designed uh, my first, it was a pageant dress, and I did beauty pageants not because my mom wanted me to, but because I wanted to. My mom was like, are are you serious? Do you really (laughs) want to do that? And for some reason, I just decided I wanted to do it. What, did it embarrass Uh, your mom a little bit? She's like, oh, God. Now I got to be one of those moms. Yeah, I mean, literally, she was not one of the stage moms at all. Um, but we designed my first dress. It was a mashup between Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty. And um, my mom's an incredible seamstress, but to take on a, a big pageant dress, um, there was actually, we found a local seamstress who helped make it for us. So um, I wish I could sew. Unfortunately, I'm not very good at it. Um, but yes, that is true. Now, was this uh, Disney princess inspired? It was definitely Disney princess inspired. Um, It was baby blue and white for Alice in Wonderland, but had all the elements of Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty. So I'm I'm a Disney kid. I'm a Disney nut. So, Ashley, my uh, my daughter has a trunk of probably about ten to fifteen Disney princess dresses. In fact, she's got this deal where she can't watch. Uh, say right now we're DVRing the Little Mermaid animated series. It's, it's it's back on I think Disney XD or something like that. So we're DVRing this and we're watching it every night. And I'll go to start an episode after dinner, and she'll say, "Daddy, I need to go get my mermaid tail on." So she cannot watch Little Mermaid without wearing the mermaid with the, the aerial dress. We can't even think about putting on Snow White or Cinderella without wearing the dress. Is this normal? Is this normal behavior? You got a little uh, cosplay. I think it's perfectly normal and acceptable, and she should be one of our fangirls of the day. I mean, that just <laughs> sounds adorable. And growing up as a true blue Disney kid, I think I had all of the costumes, and she sounds like my kind of girl. So this this whole uh, connection between Star Wars and Disney is really, uh, really full circle for you, isn't it? Yes, I mean, I I just couldn't help but when I first heard the announcement, it was it was really exciting. I just um you know, I my two loves honestly are Disney and Star Wars. And so for the two of them to become one, my mind was kind of blown. Um and I have so many great friends at Disney and and I just really think you know, while there has been a lot of change and transition, I'm just really, really excited for the future. I know Disney's doing a lot of great things with Star Wars. And so, um, you know, just new things take time to develop. But with all the exciting things coming out with Rebels and all the movies and um, other things that can't be talked about yet, uh, <laughs> lots, lots, of, lots of great things in the works. So I just I definitely do not think the fans will be disappointed. I'm sure not. Now, here's the thing you got to keep in mind about Ashley is that Ashley is also a licensee. Mm-hmm. And licensees <laughs> are privy to information and intelligence about the future of the Star Wars license before us plebeians. 
So just throwing that out there. Throwing that out there. We're going to see if we can get uh, Victoria on the line. We're trying it again. We're going to go the old-fashioned route with the uh, with the telephone. Uh, Victoria Schmidt from Sci-Fi's Heroes of Cosplay. We're ringing her up on the landline. Going old school. We yeah. are, indeed. Wait a minute. You have reached the Sprint <sighs> voicemail box of 714240. Oh, 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 yeah, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. Turn it off! Turn it off! Uh, where was my head? Where? Imagine. Imagine what would happen. I'd be... I'd be paying someone's cell phone bill. All right, uh, we're not. Uh, we're, we're we're really struggling here getting a hold of Victoria. Very busy. Well, Victoria, or, we we appreciate you trying. Um, we know she has been trying. That's correct. Hopefully, it we can get you on the line. Um, but if not, I am so 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 excited for you and Ginyo. Congratulations! Well, I just the two of you are one of the most adorable couples I know, and. Um, just cannot wait to hear all of the wedding plans and all the future plans for you two. Um, just continued success and happiness. I met those two out at Long Beach. Remember when we had that um, season four premiere out at the Long Beach Aquarium? Yes. Yes. Yes, I do. Oh, yes. And Victoria, um, most people probably realize, but she cosplays as Ahsoka and truly has the best Ahsoka costume um, I think of, of anyone I've seen out there, just her work on that costume is incredible. And um, she came out as Ahsoka that day. That's it, Victoria. Oh, I know exactly what Ahsoka you're talking about. Yeah. Because yeah. you know what Victoria does is she sort of embodies the whole vibe of Ahsoka, not just putting on makeup and the right wardrobe, but she really becomes Ahsoka, which is very cool. And Ashley, you actually did a photo shoot dressed up in complete Ahsoka makeup and garb. And uh, was Victoria responsible for any of that? Uh, No, that was actually done with a separate costume. Um, But, you know, I definitely had Victoria in mind, you know, because she does. She embodies the attitude and and the personality and the spunk so well. And I have to say, it's not as easy to embody the character, um, you know, to to do the right poses and and have the confidence that Ahsoka has. So uh, it was was a lot of fun to dress up as Ahsoka that day. It was something that I didn't think I'd get the opportunity to do, but it was very cool. Hope I get to do it again. Yeah, live action movie. Live action movie. Uh, (laughs) You and Matt. You and Matt. Uh, all right, we've got... Just, we've, just send it out to the universe. <laughs> sending it out there. We've got uh, Aaron we're going to bring on the line here uh, yeah. to help celebrate Ashley's birthday. Aaron Callahan going to be joining us here to... Um, uh, what, what cake is she going to bring? We'll see. We've had... Oh, we've no, talked the about suspense is bread, killing me. Uh, Trisha and her Publix. I used to shop at Publix, too, in my Nashville days. Uh, really miss Publix. What a great grocery store that is. It is. It really is a pleasure. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Is this another Star Trek uniform I see on the Avatar? We'll find out. Erin, are you on the line with us? Yeah, I'm here. There she is. Erin, hi. Hi. So this is Erin Kellahan, everyone. And I had the absolute pleasure of meeting Erin at Dragon Con in 2010. And 
Erin came up and literally blew me away. We, you know, we had a chat about Star Wars and had our introductions. And um, then we got to talking about the expanded universe. And she shocked me by telling me that she's read every single Star Wars book ever written. And um, I was just so inspired by her. It just blows me away. So are you, are you caught up, Erin? Do you still hold that record of reading all the books? No, I've fallen behind a little bit with as crazy as things have gotten, unfortunately. With the what? With as crazy as things have been for me the last year or so, I've kind of fallen behind. Trying to get caught up, though. Well, that's the other thing I want to talk about. Erin, when I met you, I knew that you were so strong, unbelievably strong. But over the past year, um, if you don't mind talking about it, because I think it's so amazing, your fight and and how strong you are and what you've overcome. If you don't mind telling about your accident and what you've been through, because I, I you're just such an inspiration to so many girls and, and just to keep going every day and, and how strong you are. Yeah, I, I don't mind talking about it. It actually, we're coming up on the one-year anniversary on the 30th, which is crazy. But the 30th of September last year, I was in a head-on collision, ended up with 22-plus uh, broken bones. And had two surgeries, four different operations within those two surgeries, have another one coming up Wednesday. You're already back to work even in less than a year. That's incredible. What has the the physical therapy and treatment been like and, and how has that been, you know, just, well, I can't even find my words because honestly, Erin, I'm so speechless over what you've gone through. I There are just no words. I'm so amazed by you. But um, where, where are you now in your recovery? Um, you know, I'm going to physical therapy a couple of times a week. And hopefully this next surgery will be the last one. They're going to make Wow. You know what, Erin, uh, we're having a lot of trouble making out what you're saying. Um, uh, would it be okay if we called you right back and uh, maybe we could get a better connection? Sure. It's unfortunate. I really want to hear her story, but it's uh, really just... Uh, a little too garbled for us, so uh, we're going to try calling Erin right back, and uh, maybe she'll be locked into a better sort of connection. And uh, thanks for your patience here, Ashley. Oh, my gosh, no. Erin's story <laughs> definitely deserves to be told. Yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, a little distressed that I can't actually hear her. Erin is just another another gal that – she's such a fangirl. She loves Star Wars so much, Star Trek – and is just so well spoken and well read, and um, I, I just I could talk for hours with Aaron. And after I heard what happened last year, literally, um, I have to say the Her Universe community really, you know, started praying for her and supporting her, and she's just come so far. What's that like for you to have a, an outlet like Her Universe, where you get to meet all these people who share a similar passion? And have a lot of stories to tell, and they come to you, and you seem to be sort of this this center, this, this fulcrum for uh, their stories, and it gets out there through your website. It must be an incredible feeling to know that you have that sort of that sort of, uh, for lack of a better term, power. Well, you know, I've said from day one that her universe is 
part merchandise line, but more importantly, it's part community. And um, we have a major, we had a major stereotype to debunk that sci-fi and fantasy and this whole genre was for everyone. And so I said, you know, in order to do that, we have to build a community of fans who feel comfortable stepping into the spotlight and you know, saying, hey, I'm, I'm here and I like sci-fi. And we had to make that a, a safe environment and a safe community. And because of that, I just feel like it's really grown. And uh, people do feel comfortable sharing their stories with us. And I, I say we have an army of fangirls and fanboys. And um, when when somebody needs help or I try to get the word out there, I just spread it spread it to the army. Or sometimes I also call it a sorority. <laughs> that Does that make us honorary sorority girls? Yes. Because I was never part of a sorority, obviously, as we pointed out earlier on. I left University <laughs> of Cincinnati uh, early. And you would have pledged, of- though, wouldn't you? You would have been a sorority girl. You know what? I... I- I don't think so because the conservatory was so time-consuming. Yeah. Um, but I, my, my mom and two sisters pledged Sigma Kappa and um, want me to become an honorary Sigma Kappa member. So um, maybe one day I'll be part of a sorority, but uh, I feel like I have one with her universe. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. It is, it is like a uh, – well, it's like a family. It's like uh, any kind of fraternal or – uh, organization or sorority organization it's 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 amazing what uh how and certainly technology has just aided this i mean when i think about my own jimmy mac here and how frequently he and i are able to communicate with just you know through uh email and instant messaging and all that stuff it's uh it's really incredible um and so in one in, in a lot of ways you know people like to say that Oh, all this technology has made us more robotic and, you know, we stare at our phones. But I think in some ways we've actually uh, learned to uh, live with each other a little more. And I think it's made us a little bit more uh, closer together. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think of all the friendships that I have that there's no way I'd be able to keep up with. But, you know, because of Twitter and Instagram and, and Facebook and all these social outlets on, on several times a day, um, I get to keep up and keep in touch with people and their lives. And it's incredible. So, Jason, are we having any luck with Aaron on the phone? Well, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're working in that direction. Let's put it that way. Well, you know what? Why don't while we wait for Aaron? I know we have Amy Ratcliffe waiting. Maybe we, we could give Amy a call while we wait for Aaron's number. Well, I think we've got. Let, let, let's let's try. Let's try one Aaron more because time we have her number. Aaron, it's I just think, oh. that Skype isn't really working for her. So Aaron, in those right. situations, we'll trust uh, Ma Bell. Does anybody still call AT and T? No, we haven't for like since before Ashley and I were born. What's wrong with you? Ma Bell. <laughs> when 900 years old you reach. <laughs> Hello? There she is. Hey. Yay. There we go. Can you hear me better this way? Absolutely. Yes. All right. <laughs> so just without going into all of the details that you said before, maybe give us a recap of, of the accident and where you are today because, unfortunately, I feel like some people didn't hear you. Yeah. Well, um, just about a year ago, I was in a head-on collision. I uh, ended up with 22 broken bones, spent a month in the hospital, uh, had four surgeries, ended up uh, being in physical therapy since then. Uh, I still got one more surgery to go on my left foot next Wednesday, but slowly working my way to getting my life back. 
That it's just incredible, Aaron. I mean, what what you've been through and how far you've come, and and tell everyone as well the severity of the broken bones. Exactly. Forgive me. I do, I, I always get the name wrong about what you have. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Most people get it wrong. Uh, osteogenesis imperfecta. Most people just call it brittle bones. So I've broken quite a few bones in my lifetime, but this is definitely the most of the time. Definitely the worst. One thing I have to say about Aaron is. When I met her, sometimes you're in a wheelchair, Erin, sometimes you're not, but Mm -hmm. I have to say your personality and your spirit is so incredible. It's, It's magnetic. And every single time I see you and every single time I talk to you, I'm just fascinated. And I, like I said, I feel like I could talk to you for hours. You just really... Um, embody to me what a fangirl should be. I mean, tell everyone what your loves are. I know you love Star Wars and Star Trek, but tell everyone, you know, as a fangirl, what you're what what you're really into. Oh, you know, a little bit of everything. A lot of the, the sci-fi and fantasy, Star Wars, Star Trek, Battlestar Galactica, Firefly. Uh, just finally got into Warehouse 13. Oh, um, it's awesome. Oh, it's fantastic. But you know, then into the into the fantasy and things like that too. You know, Lord of the Rings. Uh, the Terry Goodhand series, um, Sword of Truth series, things like that. A little bit of everything. Now, you just got back from Dragon Con this year. So tell us about Dragon yeah. Con. Dragon Con this year was amazing. I went with a uh, group of friends. There were five of us this year, which was cool, because the last couple of years that I'd gone, it was just me and my best friend. So to be able to expand that group of people we went with was really cool. Awesome. Now, uh, did you cosplay as anyone this year at Dragon Con? Yes. I uh, did three for costumes this year. Did... Uh, did a Star Trek costume, went as a character from Deep Space Nine, which was really cool because being the 20th anniversary of Deep Space Nine, a lot of the cast was there. Awesome. Yeah, and then uh, all five of us did characters from the ABC show Once Upon a Time. So I went as Red Riding Hood. Oh my gosh, that's so great. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And then did my Alice in Wonderland costume that I do every year. Yes, I've see we have a photo together of you as Alice, yes. and you make a great Alice, I must say. Um, <laughs> we you. both we both need to cosplay as Alice at the same time. That would be incredible. Yes. <laughs> now Aaron, come back to Dragon Con. I know, I know. I really hope to be back next year. It was a little crazy this year with celebration in Germany. It was just all too close together, but I really hope to be there next year. Now, did you have uh, a dessert or a cake tonight that you want to share? <laughs> um, well, tonight I'm just eating my uh, favorite candy, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. That's my okay. classic go-to. But my favorite recipe to make is actually cake butter cookie. Ooh, how do you make that? Basically, uh, it's pretty simple. You use just like a box cake mix. But then instead of following the recipe on the back, you use a third cup of oil and two eggs, which is less than you use in the cake. And then you, depending on what kind of cake mix you use, you put in whatever you want. Usually I'll do chocolate cake with, like, peanut butter chips or something in it. Oh, my goodness. That sounds incredible. Jimmy Mack. Drooling. Drooling. (laughs) I know. we got to take your Oreos, Jimmy Mack, and put Uh, them in the cake batter cookies. I'm getting a sugar high just hearing you guys talk about it. (laughs) Wow. Well, Aaron, I'm definitely sad I missed you at Dragon Con. Thank you so much for joining the Birthday Bash and for your time. Yeah, happy um, birthday. Oh, thank you so much, and and I I really hope I get to see you soon. Um, And thank you for being a year of the fangirl contributor. You've been a great representative for all fangirls. Thank you. (laughs) Great to talk to you, Aaron. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Aaron. Bye. Bye. 
Oh yes, yes. Wow. It's it's uh, it's amazing. You know, I think Jimmy Mack and I, in a small way, actually, have sort of experienced some of these similar things where you become privy to a lot of different stories and a lot of different backgrounds uh, from folks who. Uh, you know, relate to you on a way, whether you're on a TV show or you do a podcast or that sort of thing. It's very, it's a very humbling experience, and it really does uh, kind of make make it all worth it. Especially when you can provide a platform or a forum for people to share their stories. So, uh, absolutely, and I will say, Erin, she. I mean, all of the girls have been such a huge inspiration to me, but Erin is another one. You'll never hear an excuse out of her mouth or or really any negativity. She's always positive, always has a smile on her face, always is just so supportive of others and so kind. Um, she just has such a kind, kind heart. And that's what I love about her. And um, she she's she's another one. She keeps me going. You know, that's something about you, Ashley, that I've, I've witnessed firsthand, especially at uh, various conventions and uh, appearances, uh, events, where people will come up to you uh, and they know you and you know them. And they'll be showing off things like, look at this, this dress I created or here, take this gift I made for you. It's an incredible connection that you've been able to develop with the Star Wars fan base via your character of Ahsoka Tano. Well, I'm just so grateful that people would take the time out of their day to come say hello and and, and be so kind to me that um, I'm just always humbled by it. And, you know, I... I don't know. I love making friends and love meeting new people. And I, I have a weird photographic memory for faces. I usually never forget a face. So, um, I don't know, especially if I meet someone a second time, I I consider them a friend. Wow. That's incredible. And, uh, you know, we do have Victoria Schmidt, scruffy rebel standing by from sci-fi's heroes of cosplay show. But before we bring Victoria on, I got some more Ashley trivia. <laughs> Ashley, yes. I thought you might. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. I, I, I'm sorry. I don't mean to step on your toes, Jason. Why don't you throw it to me? So, Jimmy Mack, do we have any more Ashley Eckstein fun facts? Why, yes, we do, Jason. As a matter of fact, we have Ashley Eckstein fun fact number four. Ashley and her husband, 2006 World Series MVP for the St. Louis Cardinals, David Eckstein, both share weakness for reality TV, including Survivor <laughs> and Big Brother. Now, see, here's the thing. I talked to Ashley about Big Brother on the phone. I have not seen the season finale, which took place on Thursday, and I am scared now that I brought it up because I've had a busy week. I got to catch up on the uh, the DVR. So I, I often do a Big Brother marathon. Big Brother, for me, is my... Oh, how should I put it? It is my guilty pleasure in life. And uh, I can't, you know, sometimes I, I sit there and I watch that show and I say, I can't believe I'm watching this show. And then I say to myself, I can't believe I'm caring about this show. But yet I do. And this is something that uh, me and Ashley and David all share together. It's a weakness for reality TV. So the new season of Survivor is starting, Ashley. Are you locked and loaded? Oh, yes. We already watched the episode this morning. Uh, We're ready to go. It's 
Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, X Factor, America's Got Talent, Amazing Race. Our DVR is full of all of the reality TV shows. And um, I can spit off useless facts to you all day long, but I'm not going to tell you anything about Big Brother Jimmy Mac. So we'll no. have that conversation after you watch the finale. I'm sure. I'm sure people are going to light up my Facebook and Twitter just to spoil it for me or send me emails. So if you do that, I'll never forget it. But uh, yeah, that's something that uh, we share, and I always think that's pretty funny. When when I watch Big Brother, sometimes I think of Ashley and David sitting there on the sofa watching it, and I'm like, well. Maybe I'm not as big a dope as I think I am. If those <laughs> were no, we, we belong to your dopey circle then, Jimmy Thank Mac. You. Thank you. And so I will take one more bite of this Oreo here to celebrate your birthday. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's the Halloween double stuff. Right, That's fantastic. So is uh, Victoria, Victoria we're, uh, Smith. I think we might have her here. Let's see. We're still ringing. Come on, Victoria. I actually spoke to her just uh, a couple minutes ago. Did you tell her it's the she green button? She said she button. would be standing it's by. The green button. And <laughs> the answer button, not the red button, the green one. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, they call her Scruffy Rubble for a reason. <laughs> well, let's see. We do have um, we have another one of Ashley's guests standing by. We have Amy Ratcliffe. Oh, Amy, that's right. Yeah, Amy. Our our final year of the fangirl contributor, if we don't get Victoria. Um, Amy, Amy, she's a Skyper. All right, let's see if we can get Amy on. Amy baked this amazing Bundt cake and posted it to Twitter, and I'm very jealous of her rum Bundt cake. So we must get her recipe. Amy, tell us about your Bundt cake, please. (laughs) I like that we're starting out with... The word bunt immediately. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, now Ashley did marry a baseball player, so it's totally appropriate. That is a good point. Um, it, I kind of cheated a little. It's like a yellow cake mix with vanilla pudding and uh, rum, obviously, which I sampled to make sure it was you know appropriate for the cake, and it was because <laughs> um, you have to be you have to do quality control with these sort of things, <laughs> and. Uh, but then what else did it have? Like water and oil and eggs. And it was the easiest thing. You just mixed it all together, threw it in the pan, made a glaze. And maybe I've had a couple of slices. Amy, that sounds incredible. I must say I drooled when you posted the photo on Twitter, which is at Amy underscore geek on Twitter. Um, it just looked so good. I, I wish I was at your house right now. It pales in comparison to my cupcake cones. I wish you were too, because I'm going to end up eating the whole thing by myself. <laughs> what's going to happen? You know what? I am an excellent partner in crime when it comes to desserts. I would just like to put that out there. <laughs> if anyone wants a partner in crime, um, I'm 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 a really good one. Actually, a friend of mine just said that she went on a baby moon with because she's pregnant, and this is a real thing. A baby what? moon? Yes, it's it's. I guess it's kind of trending right now. Um, when, when, you know, you're, you're pregnant and I, I guess you go on a trip before you have your baby and, um, her husband plays baseball. So unfortunately it was during the season he wasn't able to go. So she went with some, (laughs) she went with some fellow girlfriends and, um, nobody wanted to be lazy and sit on the pool chair with her 
all day long and just eat great food. And I said, well, it's because you didn't bring me with you on your baby moon because I would have been an excellent baby moon partner in crime. Yeah, sign me up for that too. (laughs) That sounds like the best thing ever, pretty much. So you you don't necessarily do these baby moons with your spouse? (laughs) No. Is that what's going on? (laughs) You're, you're... You're so, I'm sorry. Oh boy, I'm I'm just a little lost here about this. I miss I've had two kids now, and I've missed this baby moon. Um, sorry, I can't stop laughing. Maybe it's because it's so late. But um, no, you are supposed. <laughs> you are supposed to go on a baby moon with your husband, but when your husband plays baseball and you're going to have your baby before the season is up and he can't leave to go on a baby moon, then you have to go by yourself and bring some girlfriends along. Oh, oh I see. Okay. All right. <laughs> so obviously now. I never experienced a baby moon, um, but it's I, I, I would be an excellent partner in crime. So Amy, um, <laughs> we have to get together and eat a cake together because I think we would finish it quite well. I fully support this plan. Now, what I really want to talk about, Amy, is your engagement and Geeky Wedding. So Amy Ratcliffe, everyone, is engaged. So tell us, just tell us what's going on. Any wedding plans, any dates, any, any, what is going on in your fangirl wedding world? Oh, man, I'm going to be the biggest letdown because uh, I just moved, actually, to Ohio. Um <laughs> about a month ago um oh i'm from goodness. here I yeah moved already. yeah i'm i'm from here and my fiance is from ohio but a different part so i i moved to cleveland about a month ago cleveland area congratulations thank you um i knew you were moving but i didn't know it happened so soon yes um so i, I was kind of waiting till that was out of the way and i've been here like about a month now so we're just starting we actually just like put like a sample guest list together because I want to see if I can, if we have a few enough people, my, my dream would be to get married at Rancho Obi-Wan. <gasps> so I just started talking to them this week, but all of our families are, you know, in Ohio. So Amy, and if you need a wedding gown designer to design a geeky wedding dress, um, I, I think we could arrange that. I do, because I do have an idea. I don't know what I want the dress to be exactly, but I thought that it would be really cool to like have the belt look like Princess Leia's belt from A New Hope uh, and make it like out of a satiny, like, you know, fancier with pearls maybe or something. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. I can picture it now. That would be incredible. I think it would be good. Wow. Between Victoria's engagement ring that looks like Princess Leia's belt and then if you incorporated it into your wedding dress, that is just so fantastic yeah her ring was gorgeous yes yes i love incorporating you know all of the just all all of the all of our geeky loves in but making it so elegant and um fashion forward i I just i love combining the two yeah and it's becoming so much easier to do now like with uh you can just get so many ideas online and uh, I gave in to the Pinterest thing. I was resisting it for a while, but then I saw that actually is useful, like very specifically useful for wedding stuff and gathering ideas. Um, I've been seeing a lot of geek chic, like fancy stuff on there that I've been hoarding for when I'm 
for when I'm ready. Now, Jimmy Mac and Jason, I know you frequent Pinterest uh, <laughs> multiple times a day for your geeky wedding yeah, tips. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you have to admit it. Yes. I'll share my notebooks with you. They Are they notebooks? Please. What are they? What are they? Boards. They're called boards. boards. Right. My yep. boards. Yes. Multiple, I'm, multiple dream wedding boards. I'm still getting over this baby moon thing. I feel totally ripped <laughs> off. Two kids. I've never been on a baby moon. <laughs> Jason to be jealous of the baby moon. Yeah. I, I missed this whole meme. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my goodness. Now, Amy, you your engagement, didn't your engagement involve a TARDIS in some way? Or was that just your engagement pictures? Because I'd love to hear about how the whole engagement went down. Or well, proposal. The, engage- the proposal had a TARDIS. The engagement pictures did have uh, a lightsaber, um, like you do. Uh, but the actual engagement, um, or the proposal, sorry, there's uh, a steampunk store in uh in LA where near where I lived and, and they had a TARDIS and we were running errands um, actually. And he really wanted to stop by and see the TARDIS, which I am always up for because it's TARDIS. Of course. Um, and it's a really cool little shop. Also they have like, they have like, you know, corsets and steampunky things and jewelry, um, like in a cool ship built into the ceiling and they have cats. Like it's also a cat rescue and I'm a crazy cat lady. So we went to the shop and I, of course, start paying attention to the cats. And then they like, well, we have more cats upstairs. Do you want to check them out? I'm like, yes, they would love to go see the cats. Like, and poor guy. So I'm like spending 15 minutes upstairs in their rescue petting stray cats. And he's, I'm sure, sweating bullets because he wants to propose in the TARDIS. Um, so. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Proposing so, in a TARDIS. Yeah. So he finally got me away from the cats and... Um, went downstairs to look at the TARDIS and he wanted me to come in the TARDIS with him. And I was really confused because it is not bigger on the inside in real life. <laughs> is this a, wait, is this a full size TARDIS? It is. It's full, well, full size on the outside. On the out. Uh, well, wait a minute. Full size on the, what is it? Miniature we, on the inside? How's that possible? Well, we could fit in it, but it was cozy. Ah, oh, 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 I see. So, well, right, it's not going to be full size on the inside, right? Because exactly. Isn't it, I got gotcha. you. Okay, and I'm follow. I'm, I'm following along now. So I'm I was, it. yeah, I was confused. I'm like, I, I really don't want to be the couple that gets caught making out in the TARDIS. Like, that's not that's not what's going to happen right now. Is that an exclusive uh, club? Is that like the Mile High Club? Is uh, <laughs> is the the TARDIS Club? The Space Club. It the should be. <laughs> Are you members now? <laughs> he got down on one knee and proposed in the TARDIS. In the TARDIS, yeah. So I, that happened, and it was amazing. And then I, I awkwardly went inside and told the store because I felt like they should know that I just got engaged in their TARDIS. Um, uh, absolutely. And uh, so they were really sweet, and, and they um, we recreated it outside outside of the TARDIS. They could take pictures and... And then we continued on our errands, like you do, and went to Disneyland later. Nice. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. That is incredible. So now you're you're planning this, what sounds like an amazing geeky wedding. I am definitely going to um, be a huge proponent for making this Rancho Obi-Wan wedding happen. Uh, but also what people should know about you is you are an amazing writer and I have loved watching your, you know, really career as a writer grow over the years. So where can we find you now? Um, 
you know, because you, you write all over the place for, for multiple outlets, correct? Uh, yes, I, I try to. I'm going to invade the internet. I think that's my overall plan. Um, but thank you so much for your, your kind words. Um, I appreciate that. And I do, I write for Star Wars Insider from time to time. Uh, I blog for StarWars.com. Um, I write for IGN. I do a lot of TV and like uh, convention coverage for them. Uh, fashionably geek. Um, those are the big ones right now. And I write about comics also for another site. So I keep busy. Well, as I said, all of the year of the fangirl contributors, they inspire me. And Amy's been one of them. I, she just works tirelessly, um, literally taking every single opportunity and, um, learning from it and growing from it. And, and, you know, she's just always there to, to, make the most out of everything. And, and I think, you know, Amy, that's definitely the key to success. And you're just, you're so hardworking and, um, so many girls can just learn from, from your story and how far you've come. Yeah. I think it helps, honestly, even if you're scared to do something or don't know how to do it, just, just say yes. If an editor offers you a job, um, especially like I got thrown in on an, an on-camera situation at Comic-Con on a press line that I was not prepared for the day before, but I'm like, you know what, I'll do it. And I'll be really nervous and I'll learn. So, yeah, just always say yes and you'll always learn. You might not do it right the first time, but you'll get better. So you got to try. Absolutely. Well, Amy, thank you so much. Thank you for staying up way late. I, for like I said, didn't know that you had already moved. So I thought you were on the West Coast and everyone listening on the East Coast, I know it's super late there. Actually, it's now officially past midnight. So, um Cinderella's carriage has turned back into a pumpkin. <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely let everyone go to bed. Um, but Amy, thank you so much for, uh, for joining us for the birthday bash. I think you win cake of the night. Um, and I hope we get to, to celebrate together at some point and have a tea party and, and cake. I would love that. And happy early birthday. And, uh, Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much, Amy. Hope to see you soon. All right. Thanks, Thanks. Amy. Uh, do we have another Ashley Eckstein fun fact, Jimmy Mac? We do. <laughs> we do. Once again, I will be fueling up on Oreo before I re, uh, reveal what this fun fact is. Mm, delicious. Mm. <laughs> are those double stuffs? Those are double stuffs, yes. Okay, they so they make the Halloween in the double stuff. Yes, sir, they do. Huh. Fantastic. Huh. Are they <laughs> orange and black or are they orange and green? Orange and black, sir. Orange and green. Well, you know. Orange and green are the mint Oreos, which I must say taste exactly like Girl Scout Thin Mints. So what? Really? If it's, yes. If it's not Girl Scout cookie time, but you're craving a Thin Mint, go get mint Oreos. Uh, okay. I'm in. I'm in with that. I also <laughs> enjoy at Christmas time the uh, white chocolate covered Oreos. Big fan oh, of those. Yes. Yes. You know what you do with those, Jason? Here's a little tip for everyone. You take a tiny little bite out of just the side of it, just enough to make a little like hole in it. Then you dip it into the milk and you wait for the bubbles to stop. Then you bite into that chocolate covered Oreo and the inside is perfectly dipped in milk and it just melts in your mouth. Hmm. That's, that's a little tip. I'm there. not a dipper. Uh, oh, but, that's, you know what? There's a there's a, a very thick line between dipping and not dipping. I, I am a hardcore Oreo dipper. I think milk was invented for Oreos. Or no, there, there's two types of people in this world, those who dip and those who don't. I'm definitely one who doesn't dip. Ashley, do you dip? I'm a dipper. 
You're a I dipper. I'm an Oreo dipper, I must say. You know what? You can dip it or you can take the Oreo minis and just kind of throw them in there and make like an Oreo cereal. <laughs> there, I like the way she thinks. Explain to me, uh, you dippers out there, explain to me the appeal. Because I I actually have enough saliva in my mouth. I'm able to digest solid food without any issues. So what what is this need? What especially with Oreos? What is so dry and impenetrable about an Oreo that you must dip this? I mean, we're not like raccoons that have to dip all of our food in water, right? What's going on? You know what? The raccoons are onto something because <laughs> the symmetry between an Oreo and a glass of milk is is it's a magical symphony in your mouth. It's it works together but as as good as peanut butter and jelly, as good as uh, uh, cheese and crackers. You know, it's just one of those magical combinations. Gin and tonic. What, whatever floats your boat, sir. Mm-hmm. It, you know what, Jason? It changes the taste. The, it does? the milk and the mushiness, it, is just, it changes the taste of the Oreo. And, and it is magical, I must say. I say mm. dip it or skip it. Wow. <laughs> Throw it on. All right, donuts. Dip it or no? It depends. No. On, it depends on the donut, because I will dip a donut in coffee, right? Like a like a cruller or a glazed or something like that. I will dip in coffee. I've been known to do. <laughs> I don't that. understand this. I, the whole concept is is uh, very strange to me. Dip it very or skip strange. it, sir. All right. All Ashley right. Next trivia. Yep. Yep. She's a dipper. <laughs> <laughs> That's bonus trivia for everyone. Ashley is a dipper. Bonus content. Uh, See, we didn't even make you wait a year. (laughs) Ashley Eckstein, trivia fun fact number five. Did you know Ashley starred as Ryder Thorne in the live radio drama Star Wars Smuggler's Gambit, performed at Star Wars Celebration 6 in Orlando, where she threw many diva fits backstage and demanded her own dressing area, French masseuse, and imported truffles. To dip, no doubt, I'm sure. No, I'm, you know what? I'm, guys, I'm so sorry. I grabbed Anthony Daniels trivia. I am so sorry about that. Well, but Ashley was in Smoker's Gambit, and it was awesome seeing her on stage as Ryder Thorne. It was awesome, but uh, somebody else on this uh, radio show right now joined me on stage, and that is the one Jimmy Mack, um, who helped produce um, Smuggler's Gambit. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and it was a great time, and it really was fantastic, and uh, perhaps a sequel might be in the works, and I wouldn't be surprised if Ryder Thorne didn't make a return appearance. That would be incredible if there was a sequel, and I would be honored to return as Ryder Thorne, who mysteriously sounds a little bit like Ahsoka, maybe just with a slightly tried to be sexier voice, but sometimes achieved it and sometimes I didn't. <laughs> oh, I, didn't, I thought it was plenty sexy. Um, you know what? Maybe, no, maybe that's I, I what... disagree with that. I disagree with that, Ashley. Your acting was so spot on that I really did forget about Ahsoka. I bought you as a character of Ryder Thorne. I thought maybe you could have put a little more Buffy into it, but that's just me. Buffy? Buffy. Uh, um, um, That's so even. That was her character. Buffy. Oh, a little more Buffy. (laughs) That that high-pitched voice. Uh, Right. Gotcha. Well, if a sequel happens, then I'm sure Ryder will um, 
maybe she's been watching many that's a raven episode so <laughs> it may sound a little bit different i'm sure it's i'm sure it's a uh, very popular show on the hollow net that's so raven uh, <laughs> yeah. in the star wars universe i think we might actually have uh victoria um uh, we've said this before uh, jim on the on the landline is that what we're looking for yes sir give her a ring ring her up all right all right call we'll her see. up We'll see if we have her. Come on, Victoria. Scruffy Rebel. <laughs> Where does she go? What? Oh, my gosh. Hello. There That's she is. Victoria. Wow. <laughs> Yay. Woo. Yay. Oh, my gosh. We, we've, we've got you. And I'm so sorry it's so late for you because you're on the East Coast, too, right? Uh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> So what what convention are you at? Um, I'm at Wizard World um, Ohio show um, right now over at the uh, Greater Columbus Convention Center. Awesome. Everyone is in Ohio. What's too. going on with this? Ohio? Everyone's having these great times in Ohio but me. We've where, had where, so much trouble the... reaching out to all these people. They should have just come to your house, Jason. We could have had them all right <laughs> here live at the Palatial Rebel Force Radio Studios. So I'm missing a big convention in, in uh, Columbus right now? Yeah, totally. You will have to make it next year, Jason. I will. I will. This is this the one that used to be Thanksgiving weekend every year, and they moved it. Um, it's whatever used to be Mid Ohio. Ah, that's the one. That's the yep. one. Okay. All right. So now it's in uh, in September. Um. Oh, and next year, next year it's going to be on Halloween weekend. Halloween weekend. Yes, I'm kind of excited about that. That's pretty cool. That's oh, pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Like, you know, I got uh, William Shatner and Summer Glau. Um, Norman Reedus had to cancel on us, and then he's actually still making the show. He came back for us, which was great. Like, he's working around his entire, I think, Walking Dead schedule to still make it for his fans. Mm. Wow. Well, but I'm sure they're also excited to have you there, Victoria, because many people have been watching Heroes of Cosplay. I've been following along every episode. So excited for you. Um what was what was the show like being on the show? What was the filming process like? What was the competing process like for you? Um, it was a lot of fun. Uh, it was actually like um, a project um, I'd already been kind of involved with for two years before the show got picked up. So it was already like a very special thing to me, a journey I've been sharing um, with Yaya and a couple of the other girls who were part of the original concept. Um, and then it was fantastic when other cast was added. You actually were all the way already my friends. Um, and it was a great experience. I, I love TV from watching it on the screen to, I guess, being in the screen. Um, uh, and, and it's just, it's a great process. It's stressful. It's crazy, but it's fun. I mean, you're going through these incredible experiences that you're going to look back on later and be like, I am glad I did that. You know, you never want to regret anything in life. I, you know, have great new friendships with some of the uh, production team. I mean, you're getting to know a lot of town's people. It's not just the, you know, cast. The the crew themselves is so talented. So many of them were geeks and were so happy to do the show. You know, some people had left other jobs just to come work the show. That's incredible. Now, I want to know, first of all, congratulations on your engagement. And Thank you very much. <laughs> You have one of the coolest rings ever. Thank you. 
Now tell us how hard of a secret that was to keep for five months because when I saw the episode and I saw that you got engaged, I'm like, where have I been? If I've been living under a rock, how did I not know <laughs> Victoria was engaged? And then you told me you had to keep it a secret for five months. So how hard was that? It wasn't so bad. I'd already like, you know, told my mom and I'm like, mom, don't tell anyone else because I want to deal with it. But like, I told her because I didn't want her to, you know, find out. Well, I originally did want her to find out on TV, but then I changed my mind. Um, and uh, I totally wore my ring around, but like no one noticed. And it was kind of a fun experiment. Uh, and I, uh, you know, Cindy and I have already been together for, for seven years. So it wasn't like, you know, anything dramatic changed really for us. I just got a phenomenal freaking ring that I had envisioned in my head and it was uh, just incredible to get to see it, you know, be realized as an actual ring to put on my finger. Um, that was just so amazing. But uh, yeah, it's actually been more weird now because, you know, it, the moment came and went and it's this five month delay of, you know, people here at the con, obviously, who are watching the episode keep coming up to me and congratulating me. And I'm like, oh, wait, that thing? Oh, yeah, that was forever ago. Wow. Well, that's that. just congratulations. That's so exciting. Now, are there any wedding plans already? Or, I mean, I love a geeky wedding, so um, <laughs> wedding stories make my day. I do have, you know, a Pinterest folder, which is all geeky wedding ideas and stuff, but that's actually just for, like, that's stunning, and because I just, you know, like you said, like, who doesn't love a geeky wedding? There's so many great ideas and so many great pins on Pinterest, but no, like, plan in sight, like, for us, um, just too many things going on. For me, it was kind of more, a little more important to kind of have the, the ring more than like a ceremony anytime soon. Um, but, but we'll see. We'll see uh, what we can make happen in another year or two. Now, I have to ask you, were you surprised? Did you know it was coming or were you completely shocked? I was definitely surprised. You know, I had some vague ideas and everything, um, but he's never really let on to you know, maybe being the type to get engaged or get married. Um, I was totally fine with that because <laughs> I was still, I was still together. But uh, it, it was, it was pretty fantastic that he did make that move. Awesome. Well, Victoria, where, um, what conventions can we find you at next? Because I know working for Wizard World, um, but then also just from a personal standpoint with your cosplay, where, um, what's your convention lineup coming up? Um, well, I know for uh, work, as far as Wizard World, we have our Nashville show in um, October, and then the uh, our Austin show in November. And for me personally, I'm trying to make it to, you know, Stanley's Kamikaze, of course, in Los Angeles, which is also in November. And then there's a Star Trek in San Francisco the weekend after that I'd like to also make it to. Awesome. Well, we definitely have something special planned for Stanley's Kamikaze, so I will be talking to you for that, for sure. Um, and oh, yeah, that'd be us, fantastic. Tell us what you have, um, what is your job for Wizard World? Because I think what's so exciting is that now you're working for them, and you've taken what was a, you know, a hobby and a, and a love and a passion of yours, and you've turned it into a career. So um, tell us about what you're currently doing. Yeah, totally. Um, I actually work the show floor, and my main duty is handling um, all the artists and Artist Alley for each of our shows, you know, communicating with them every day, getting all their packets set up per show, and then, you know, being there on site and working with them and our exhibitors 
Um, just, you know, making sure everything's running smoothly. Um, I also work on our uh, show stage programming in terms of any fan groups and cosplayers that want to do photo ops or lightsaber demos, um, things like that. And uh, and also being the main contact for, like, the, the fan groups and the cosplayers. And that's just been fantastic to get to, you know, go around and be part of the show from just completely different and um, I think my best moment so far working for Wizard World was helping this amazing Jack Sparrow at our St. Louis show because I could see he was in trouble as a fellow cosplayer. He didn't have a handler. He was getting bombarded. So I totally left, kind of rescued him away from the crowd so he could get a break. I got him water. He uh, had broken a piece of his uh, compass. So I got him super glue. And that like, made my day because I loved being able to be there for another cosplayer. That's awesome because you definitely understand, um, you know, being in his shoes. I loved, I loved seeing the behind the scenes on Heroes of Cosplay and everything that it takes to make these costumes and all the details and behind the scenes and what you're doing up to the minute in your hotel room to put these costumes together. It was just an incredible show to watch. And, you know, I don't know if you heard us earlier, but you have definitely been an inspiration to me um, with what you've been able to do in the cosplay world and all the characters you create, and especially Ahsoka. I mean, I just really think you embody her and your um, charisma and your spunk and your personality. You just uh, really have been the best cosplayer of Ahsoka that I've seen, and um, I've enjoyed being your friend and getting to follow you over the years, but you're also an excellent example to other fangirls out there that want to take this hobby and passion and turn it into a lifestyle and a career. Well, thank you so much. That's like the most special thing to hear from you. Well, <laughs> I feel like I feel like you know, as we were talking earlier, Jason and Jimmy Mack have definitely um, earned their fan honorary fangirl title tonight. <laughs> um, but, you know, I I just really mean it. I, I feel like all the fa- friendships we've developed over the years, it's just, it's it's been so special. And um, having the chance to go to the conventions and, and chat every day over social media, it's, you know, we get to create friendships that we never would have before. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, it's just been a pleasure to get to know you. And um, thanks for being a great representative for the fangirl community. Well, thank you so much. And good luck with the convention. Sorry we kept you up so late and uh, about the problems. I know computer connections at hotels is really tough. Oh, and this is like Ohio has been fantastic, but this hotel has not when it comes to Internet service. <laughs> well, well been there, thank yeah. you so much, Victoria. Thanks, Victoria. Thank you guys for having me on. Jimmy, well, thank you so much for getting me on here. <laughs> you bet, Victoria. Thank you. And, Take uh, care. We'll, and tell uh, Jenny congratulations, too. I will. And we'll be watching more of Victoria on Sci-Fi's Heroes of Cosplay show. You can uh, check it out on demand. That's how I watch it. I watch it on demand. And uh, there's a six-season episode up there now, so check it out. You might also remember Victoria from Hughes the Force as she starred as Ula. Ula. She was great Ula. as Ula. Oh, wowie, wow, wow. So, wow, what an incredible night. What an incredible birthday bash. This was so much fun, and thank you guys for coming to my rescue. And um, because I announced, I announced that we were having this Google chat on Facebook, and then realized that 
I couldn't figure it out. And then I announced to all the girls who many of them rearranged their schedule to be a part of this birthday bash. And Jimmy Mac, I called you up and I said, you know what, is there anything, you know, can you help really? And you just said, yeah, we're going to do a special edition of Rebel Force Radio. And um, like I said, I didn't think of anyone else but you guys, but I, I, it's for that reason because you're you're so great, you're so giving to the fans, and and you've been so giving to us from day one. I think actually you were my first interview ever as Ahsoka, so um, I just can't thank you enough for for being here for Year of the Fangirl tonight and for the birthday bash and um, for being honorary fangirls. Wow, that's amazing! I had no idea that I was your first Ahsoka interview. That really is a badge of honor that I will wear proudly from this point forward. And uh, we have two lucky winners tonight who are going to be wearing proudly a Her Universe Cupcake T-shirt. That's right. We said earlier in the show anyone is eligible who tweets the following. Happy birthday, Ashley Eckstein at Her Universe at Rebel Force Radio. Lots of you guys did it, and we have two winners. Winner number one of the Her Universe Cupcake T-shirt is Vicky at KC Racken, or maybe it's just K Kraken. I don't know, but you know who you are, Vicky, and you're a big winner. We'll be reaching out to you to get your address so we can send you this awesome T-shirt from her universe. Winner number two, Sarah Taylor, a.k.a. Satay Chicken. Now, I like that Twitter handle, at oh, yes. Satay Chicken. Sarah I Taylor. Had, I haven't had City Chicken in a long time. <laughs> satay I love chicken. Satay Chicken. Is that a place or is that the name of a dish? So, you, I think that's you, a dish. I think It is a dish. Wait a minute! Is this an Ohio thing? City chicken? <laughs> really? You guys? No, no one? The, Flor- the the Florida gal and the Chicago guy? No city chicken? Seriously? No, sir, satay. I, I've satay. never heard of city chicken. All right, I'll be I'll be emailing that recipe out. You got to have city chicken. So we'll reach out to you guys and uh, work out all the deets on how you can uh, acquire this T-shirt. Thank you, everyone who joined us tonight for Ashley Eckstein's birthday bash. Ashley, what's going on with her universe to celebrate the big occasion? Well, starting today, Friday, um, through uh, Sunday, any order placed on heruniverse.com gets a free Her Universe lanyard. Um, or we are running 40% off all Ahsoka items on our website. So we have the Ahsoka Lives tea. Um, the Ahsoka Destiny tee that was designed by Dave Filoni. And we also have the Ahsoka costume top for adults and kids. And just in time for Halloween, actually, if you want to be Ahsoka for Halloween, it's the perfect kind of everyday cosplay item. So all Ahsoka items are 40% off. I figured that was an appropriate um, gift for everyone uh, on on my birthday. But then um, also we launched a new tea, which is what we just gave away. It's um, because I love cupcakes so much. It says, come to the dark side, we have cupcakes. So it has Darth Vader on it with a giant cupcake because, you know, that's what Darth Vader does in his free time is eat cupcakes. Eat cupcakes right right through that grill on the front of the mask. Absolutely. <laughs> he just squeezes it through. Right. He just pushes it through. It's mostly icing that gets in, but... You know what? Icing's the best part anyway. It's like, remember the Play-Doh Fun Factory? You put the Play-Doh in there and just... I do remember the Play-Doh Fun Factory. Yeah, it's a little bit like that. It's a little bit like that. Well, Ashley, a big happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you! Thank you so much for sharing it with us uh, here on Rebel Forest Radio. It's been an absolute blast. 
Well, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. And I, I hope you have a great weekend. And sorry for keeping you up so late. Oh, not at all. Not at all. You are <laughs> worth it. Every minute. You're worth it. Well, so are you guys. And, and hope to chat again soon. Thank you so much. Thank uh, you, dear. Happy birthday. <laughs> okay. Right. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, she really classes up to join, I have to say. So uh, wonderful to have Ashley on and such a special occasion for this very special edition of Rebel Force Radio, celebrating the birthday of our own Ahsoka Tano, Ashley Eckstein. And what a great ambassador she is for Star Wars, for all the fans, and a heck of a licensee, too. So congratulations, happy birthday, and many Happy returns to you. Big thanks to Matt Lanter, his guest appearance here for the birthday extravaganza. Hopefully we'll be talking to Matt in the coming months about his exciting new series. Coming up on the CW as a midseason replacement. Very, very cool stuff. Also, big thanks to Lillian Skye, Victoria Schmidt, Trisha Barr, Ellen Kellef. Callahan, Callahan, and Amy Radcliffe for joining us tonight to help celebrate Ashley's birthday. Also, David Eckstein, you know, behind every great woman, behind every great fangirl, is a great man. And uh, David, I heard him laughing in the background and cheering his wife on. Don't forget to check out HerUniverse.com for the absolute coolest Fangirl Fashions. That's HerUniverse.com. And once again, the hap- happiest of birthdays to Ashley Eckstein. Don't forget, you can play along with us in between shows. Show at RebelForceRadio.com. That's the email address. Show at RebelForceRadio.com. The voicemail line, if you wish to leave us one, 708-320-1737. That's 708-320-1RFR. Follow us on Twitter at Rebel Force Radio, at Jimmy Mac Radio, at Jason Swank. Don't forget about our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Rebel Force Radio. iTunes can review, subscribe right there. On iTunes, download to your iOS device. We're also available on a number of different podcatchers on the web. The official website, rebelforceradio.com. Proud to be part of the Shot Glass Digital Network of shows. New shows. Available now, Techno Retro Dads, Tron, Decoding the Grid, Geek Out Loud, our old buddy Steve Glosson, and backstage, Ron Onesti, and Fictional Frontiers. New programming coming soon. 
check it out. Plus, like we said, Rebel Force Radio, Bondcast for you James Bond fans, Snyder Marks Radio, ADH Divas, Blackhawk Talk, all kinds of exciting things at shotglassdigital.com. That's shotglassdigital.com. Also, please like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash shotglassdigital. That's it. We're out of here. Once again, happy birthday to our favorite Tegruten, Ashley Eckstein. We'll see you next time, guys. Love you all so much. For Rebel Force Radio, I'm Jason. I'm Jimmy Mag. And remember, the Force will be with you always. You're in a pageant? <laughs> they let anybody in these days. <laughs> <laughs>